to australianturclub.com.au to secure your seat today. I can vouch from experience. It is a fun afternoon, so you want to get involved there. The Big Sports Breakfast Lunch, February 24, australianturclub.com.au for tickets. It's half past nine. We'll head to a break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Gary Harley and the Newcastle Forum on the other side. For the very best entertainment in the Territory, you just can't beat NT Thoroughbred Racing. A day at the races simply must be on your bucket list. Whether it's Darwin, the Alice or one of the country clubs, go Territory Racing. Be part of it. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Betfix Todd's on races 1-6 to six at Randwick, Sandown and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's on website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. G'day, it's Sean Garlick here from Garlow's Pies. People often ask me, how did a footballer go from sticking his head into a scrum to making pies? Well, it goes back to when we were just so sick of getting pies that all it was was pastry and no meat. So I teamed up with my brother Nathan and we created a pie which is deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin and filling which is just bursting with flavour. You can find us in Coles and Woolworths but only in the chilled meals section. If you can't see us, grab the manager and say, where are the Garlow's pies? Because at Garlow's pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. West is best. Don't miss the next superstar to emerge from Western Australia at the Perth Yearling Sale at the state-of-the-art Magic Million Swan Valley Complex on February 23 and 24. Recent graduates of the sale include Group 1 winners Portland Sky and She's a Belter, plus crack Hong Kong sprinter Sight Success. The 2023 catalogue features 327 outstanding lots by 79 individual sires, from local champions to Australia's best. For more information and to view the catalogue, visit magicmillions.com.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by Darwin Racing, the best show on sand. Okay, welcome back to the show. Good to have you with us. 28 minutes to 10 on a Saturday morning. And uh, it's time to talk all things uh, Newcastle today. Eight races to get through. Conditions probably going to be on the warm side. And one man who's done the form, I'm sure, is keen to get stuck into it. It is Gary Harley. G'day, Gaz. Hey, good morning, Rich. It's warmish, but nowhere near what uh, it is in other parts around here. It's only going to be 29, Newcastle. We're going to Musselbrook Monday at 35 predicted there, and I think it's about 35 at Scone and Musselbrook today, but Newcastle being close to the coast and don't get near those temperatures. Rich is a couple of very interesting horses here today, and you know them. Hawaii 5-0 and the filly of Snowdens, who isn't favourite. In the maiden, two-year-old in an open mate. Uh, I heard Paul, I think he spoke with you on Wednesday on Central when you were at the track, and he said, we've got a fairly issue. We'll either go to Newcastle or Randwick, and we'll accept for both, which he did. Well, she's running here today from Maria 1. We'll get to her later, but the Godolphin filly is favourite in the race. 
Interesting, isn't it? Uh, yeah, James Cummings was also mindful of that um, that youngster as well with uh, with his favourite in the race. So, yeah, good um, good quality at this time of year at these provincial programs. The odd carnival horse certainly can put their hand up. Let's go to our market here. And um, first race, the first of eight races, race one at Newcastle at 20 minutes to one. And it's the happy 50th David Illingworth play. Good on you, David. Hopefully they'll look after you at the races today. Number two. Tycoon Charger, a dollar fifty-five to go back to back. Number four, Rapid Impact, is at five dollars. One Marcher is a five dollar fifty chance, and then About the Moon is six dollars. Bigger odds the remainder, but Gaz Tycoon Charger, pretty skinny to get the day off. Yeah, it looks unbeatable. Rich walk in the park the other day at Stone. He won by five point eight. He beat a couple of the chances or the place chances in this race that day. So I don't know how they're going to beat him. Uh, Matty Smith's got him, Mitch Bell's riding the day. And prior to that, he was only just beaten half a length by Fudai at Canterbury. And then Fudai went to Kembler and won a good race just after that. So, you know, you couldn't sit against him. Number three, about the moon for uh, Damien Lane. It run second to him at Scone, but it was beaten about 5.8 over the 2,200. It did run on okay, although a long way from the winner. Four rapid impact for Mark Connors. Place to Bathurst the other day. Got beat a long way. Got beat eight lengths. I mean, that the quality of the race is very, very steady. And that's why horses that are getting beat big margins. You know, you've got second and third favourite. Two to beat three, uh, number four, rapid impact, and number one, March. Two, three, four, and one. Race two today is a class one, a provincial class one over the 1500 metres at Newcastle, where number three, Star Mission, is a $2.70 favourite here. Number eight, Street Candy, $3.40. Two, Global Encounter, second up at $3.90. And number one, Spanish Fighter, the Green Yard, well represented here. Six dollars fifty. How many Halo fourteen discard? Uh, I was going to say Descarado, Destacado at fifteen dollars. But Gaz Star Mission, but not that far away of late in some of these races. A two seventy favourite for race two. I think it'll win, Rich. We found it today at six dollars. She won on the boat, uh, the Beaumont track. Um, he's a very good horse, and Peter Green. He's in the harness racing as well as the gallops, as you know. And I thought that run the other day at Randwick. She ran six at thirteen. I know she got beat about three and a half lengths, but she grew barrier two and she got a mile back and she can do that. She does get back. Uh, Louise Day rode her and uh, Louise is riding her today. She only got clear at the 300. She made real good ground behind Richard Collett's horse, Rick, the New Zealander. Prior to that, uh, I was only beating her head at Nowra. Couple of placings at Newcastle on this track and at Goulburn back in December. Um, she's got a good barrier. She will get back at the long straight here on the course proper. She'll love that. Number two, Global Encounter for Kim War going well. Place at Kimbler first up, only beaten half a length, got back to last. Chased home real good at the end. Gibbo's back today. He's, uh, uh, what was the story with Gibbo? He hasn't ridden for a few weeks. He had a health problem, and I don't know whether he had a bit of surgery or something. Gavin was telling me, uh, because he's very good rate mates with uh, Andrew. Uh, but he's back today, a very close friend of the war family, Kim and Mark, and he rides Global Encounter. Went good first up when it ran third. Number eight, Street Candy, the Chris and Buchanan. Good win last start, broke through after two seconds, won up Lyon recently, and Spanish Fighter. Peter Green's got Star Mission and Spanish Fighter. 
in the race for Hawkesbury trainer. It could run, you know, a top four, three, two, eight, one. Race three, we have a maiden at the 1,500 metres, the Brian Shealy Memorial Maiden. Over the 1,500 metres, number three, Passionate Rebels, back today for the Robert Quinn Stable, $2.60 favourite. Six, Marigold's Dream, four twenty. Ten, Stella Simone is a $5 chance. Number two, uh, number two Chevelle Savant is six fifty, And Pico Rocks in the mix here at $8.50. Decent maiden here. Gaz, for the third, which way are you going? Rich, this is my value bet of the day by a long, long way. Uh, its name is Etsky, trained by Chris Waller. Now, he's a Savabille. He's had one really good run lately and one shocker. Now, two starts back. Bucko rode in Grant on the Bowman track, and the run was a ripper on Boxing Day. He walked out of the barrier. He was fourth last, and he flew to the line to get beat about a length and a half over the 13.50. Last start, uh, the overseas jockey Ben Cohen rode him for Chris, and the horse got back again. That's what he does, and his breeding suggests that. And he did absolutely nothing. Got beat seven lengths. So what I'm thinking, he started double figures in every start, is that if he repeated that Beaumont, bro, this is no crash off field by any means. Uh, he could definitely be an each-way chance. And around about $11, I put him on top. Passionate Rebel, or Robert Quinn, the Irishman, he took it to Mudgee last start. Got me the length of the quarter. It was up on the speed, but it would never got on the track. With three wide, no cover. And just kept coming to the line. This is a better field, but will be improved by that Naboo run. And the Victorian, well, he was in Victoria before he come here. Lewis German's riding from a good barrier. Number six, uh, Marigold's Dream for Paul and Martha Cave. Went good last start. Second run in the race. Run second. And number two, Cheval Savon. Eight, three, six and two. Takes us on to race four today. And uh, this is the race we were talking about earlier. Uh, a maiden set weights, 900 metres. Number six, Gail Beck, $2.30. Number nine, Satin and Silk, $2.40. Four, Dressed to Kill, $7. And I Am a Dancer, certainly Yard Watch, uh, is at $10. But Gail Beck and Satin Star, the, look, guys, they're both resuming here. The, you know, the, the Yard will be fairly important too, but you're going to see pretty two good prospects line up here. Yeah, no doubt about that. I'm with Satin and Silk. There's no better bread horse in here today by the great I Am Invincible out of um, Satin Shoes. She was a real good group filly. Uh, Mrs. Bateman Bretter. Now, I spoke to Peter Snowden yesterday morning because I had to do a preview uh, for Race in New South Wales. I said to Pete, are, we, are you going to Newcastle Ramwick? He said, they're not going to, uh, the ownership team are not going to make a decision till tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. So um, he said, I'd like her to go to Newcastle. She got barrier one, and because Peter, as you know, loves the track here. And, uh, a good four with a long run home. So Barrier One's goal from the 900, if you got speed. She's had one run. She ran fifth in the Group 3 gym crack. Got me three lengths for $8.50 back in October. Two trials lately to get a fit. Um, the second horse, Blanc de Blanc, probably went a bit better than her when she run third in a recent Rose Hill trial, but she wasn't asked to do anything either. And uh, Mitch Bell, one of our leading provincial riders, rides. 
and she's got the speed to, to be in the first couple. So I put her on top. I made her the best bet. I really like her. Gail Beck, the Godolphin, has had three runs at Newcastle for three seconds. Another cognac beat at a length and a half in August. A midnight oasis has beat at a half length in September. And in October, it got beat a neck by a mistress. Lovely trial the other day. Kobe Jennings, another one of our top provincial riders. He's moved to Newcastle. Home too. He hasn't got one boat, Rich. He's got two. He's a mad fisherman. That's why he's up here. And uh, it'll run well. Number eight's the third pick. I can't have anything else in the race. But I am a dancer with Annabelle. I just said, very interested to see how it parades. And everything she puts down seems to run well. And number four, dressed to kill. Nine, six, eight, and four. Don't tell him about Brad Davidson's love for fishing, Kobe, although they'll really get together. Race five. Race five, Gaz. First leg of the quaddy. Benchmark 64, 900 metres. Number nine, Alicia Roma. Dollar uh, seventy. Number one, Procrastinator, resumes, 3.30. And then nonchalant there for Gary Portelli, $9.50. But number nine here, Alicia Roma, $1.75. The tote's a bit more generous about her. Rich, I know she's always had a good team, uh, Angela Davies at Gosford. She don't have the horses on track. She's got a, you know, must have an acre or two. I think it's at Wyoming, and she's got about 10 stables there. But at the moment, she's got a crackerjack team of young you know, three or four young horses. And the old fella's coming back for his um, last preparation through the cracks. He's had a few uh, operations during his career, but he did win that half maybe a dollar race. She's a flying machine, the favourite. Angela's got her. Took her to Canberra the other day, Alicia Roma. Uh, bolted in there. Jeff Penzer rode her for the first time. He's riding her today. Five starts, two wins, three placings. Um, just got run down one day at Gosford over the 1,000, but 900 at Newcastle. Wow. Barrier three. She's going to hit the ground and run. She'll lead. Procrastinator's unbeaten in two runs here. Uh, that was before a spell. He's a real good 900-metre horse. Glenn Schofield coming up to ride him for the good barrier. He's the danger. Seven supers at double figures. His first up, his last trip, he didn't do a lot, but he loves Newcastle. He's won four races on this track, and look out, he don't come back fresh and run well today, and 13 nonchalant uh, for Gary Portelli, it's pretty quick too, 917 and 13. Race 6 will be a maiden at the 1300 metres, uh, Newcastle race 6 that is, on debut, number 9, Petersham, Sam Cavanagh, Glenn Schofield, $3 favourite, number 9, River Tamar, quite like this filly, Gaz at 360, avoid. Uh, uh, 380. Our Frankie, number four at, uh, at $6. And then uh, Skelextrix is a $15 chance on debut. But Petersham, a $3 favourite uh, here on debut here for race six. Yeah, she goes change the horse's name. It was called Gloria Joy. She's never had a start. Uh, but now she's called Petersham, obviously named after the Sydney uh, suburb. He owns a horse on her own. She's by Lonro. Um... The trial the other day at Musselbrook uh, was okay, but I'm going to tip a void. Um, David Fife has got it, went to Kemmel last uh, only just got beat, set outside the leader, just kept coming. He was second up, we're a lot fitter today, hard to beat. River Tamar was also an acceptor for Musselbrook on Monday. Would have been hard to beat up there, it'll still run well here, won a trial, will it, Randwick? 
recently for uh, Sarge has got it. Jeff Benz is riding at the Dake. First start in a race. Peterson. Well, Sam Cavanagh trains for Singo. He's had a few horses in recent years for, uh, for Singo. And we all saw Singo and the crew there yesterday at Ramwick winning a race for, with Gerald and Sterling. Uh, a nice filly. Uh, and uh, I doubt whether he'll be here today, but I think the horse will run well. Glenn Schofield's riding it. And number four, Alf Frankie gets back, runs on. 10, 9, 8 and 4. Takes us on to race seven at Newcastle. Gary Harley going through these races with us. And uh, we have number one, Hawaii 5 for a class one 1300. Hawaii 5 returns $2.10 on the tab fix market. Number two, Major Beal resumes $2.90. Then we get to off to Hizzle at $9. Reggie's Folly $10 and so on. But Hawaii 5 Major Beal, the market really settling around these horses, guys. Yeah, two very, very smart horses. He's a potential group horse of Y5O. Um, he's part owned by Je- Jerry Breddy, Jerry Harvey, and him and Singo. I think they own the mare between them, and he's the full brother of Libertini, as you know. And he came to a soft track at Wyoming on the bill. We were there that day on the 28th of August. Hated the wet all over the place, green as grass, and he still won. And then in a black tight race, Second run in a race, he runs third to Economics, a very smart horse. Opal Ridge run second in the Heritage at, in September. Then he went to Ramwick and uh, Natural Willow pulled him out of the race on the home turn at uh, Ramwick uh, because the bog track, he just wouldn't go. So he's had two trials. I spoke to Michael Friedman yesterday. He said, Goes the main reason, there's two main reasons he's going to Newcastle. I, I love the place with a long straight, he needs that. He's a giant of a horse. And the other reason is he wants a very firm trap. He's no good even on a soft fire. So he gets both today, the big trap and a firm track. His recent trial behind Kokoro in Waterford, I know Waterford would have won the trial easier if they let him go, but this horse trial like a jet as well. Barrier 2, Rory Hutchings. I'm going to tip him, but he's a smart horse too, major deal. Uh, the Savabur horse, a guy in Adrian's, and he, he, he could even press the favouritism here. He's got a tricky draw. His Victorian form in the spring was outstanding. Uh, ran third one day to heavy 10 at Flemington, second at the Valley. He went round in the superimposer listed um, beyond Mr Maestro. He's had two trials. He's got speed uh, to take up a position. He's a big danger. It's it and the two uh, that maiden with satin and silks are easily the best two races of the day. One, two, six, and nine. Eighth and last at Newcastle. Gaz, we finish off with a benchmark 68, 1,400 metres. Number six, Miraqueen resumes here, $2.90. Thirteen, the Halo, looking for back-to-back wins at three eighty. Mahachek is at $6.00 and Ironbark Arty, $6.50 for the eighth and last. She's a very promising stayer, Mary Queen, the RFL stayer, but, gee, I think she's short in this race today. Uh, but I've got her in for a second. I think my check can win here for Gerald and Sterling. Back to form of the good third beyond journalism, who goes pretty good for a provincial at Wyong last start. Um, hit the line good from midfield, only a bit of length. Form last time in, couple of nice placings at Hawkesbury. 
and I've seen it race well here on the, I think it was the Beaumont track before. Terrific each way chance here for Jeff Penza. Number six, Vera Queen for Arafil, Paul Massara. Seven starts, four wins. She won over 2,100 at Wyong back in August. Hasn't been seen since. Bred to be a star by Dundeal out of Illusionary. And I've liked her from day one because she did a fair bit of racing up our way or most of her racing. But uh, she's short. 1,400 first up probably suits her. She had a couple of trials. Nine to beat six. 13, the halo of depth at hope. And number five, I'm Barkhardy. Nine, six, 13 and five. The best bet, Rich, is in race four, the two-year-old in the open maiden of the Snowden Satin and Silks, number nine. And the quaddy today will start on race five. Here we go. Nine and one. Ten, nine, eight. One and two. And race eight, Rich. Uh, we've spread it out here. Nine, six, 13 and five. Beautiful day. 29 degrees. Good for. Good luck with your punny. Good on you, Gary. I'll let him go. Gary Harley, uh, those tips and selections there for Newcastle today. Gary mentioned Opal Ridge. Just popped her name in there to see what she's up to. She is active. Uh, Luke Pepper. Luke, if you're listening, flick us a text. Let us know uh, what Opal Ridge is going to be targeted at. She's a good filly. She won that calendar Presnell. Seven stars, four wins. She had a, she had a good break, so... Uh, Luke, let us know. April Ridge, damn good filly. Keen to see what she goes for. Let's focus on racing out of Brisbane now. They are racing at Eagle Farm today. That means it's a very good welcome and good morning to Michael Maxworthy. G'day, Michael. Good morning to you, Richard. Yeah, we're back at uh, headquarters in Brisbane for the first time in around about a month. The rail is true. Very warm conditions today. It's a little bit overcast, cloudy at the moment, but high humidity and temperature upwards of 30 degrees. So they've kept the water up to the track irrigation wise. We had a storm on Monday night and again on Wednesday afternoon. So a good four to start with. It could firm up, Richard, throughout the afternoon. Let's get into this program and get your thoughts on the first race of the day. Two-year-olds here start off over the 1,000 metres. Opoly, tab number four on debut. $2.60 fixed favourite. The totes are a fair bit more open, though. Number one, Bedorb is at $2.70. Uh, eight, Mashani, ambitious, a $4.80 chance. And then number two, Big Boy Ben, who's had the run at $7. Glass of rosé at $11. But Opoly, a $2.60 favourite. Yard, watch on debut for race one. Yeah, she's a filly by Cable Bay and having a first start for the Earhart. So it's a great story if she wins. She only cost 10000 As a yearling at Gold Coast uh, back in March of last year, oh, Polly. I'm going to go with the raced horse, though, in Bedorb, number one. Uh, a filly from the Mayor Tints uh, makes her a half-sister to Hinged. She was an early comer. She won the Pat O'Shea, the first two-year-old race of the season in Queensland back in September. She had a spell after that. And the two runs back have been quite good, finishing just behind the place getters. And I think this is a drop back in terms of competition for the dog today. I think she'll sit back behind, smallish field, wind up, and I think she'll win. She'll run favour to the dog. To beat number eight, Mashadi Ambitious. Like um, the handicaps with her, Malia Castle to claim three, so she's only got 52 kilos on her back. And uh, she was good last start, finishing third behind a, a very nice horse called Sunday Mail. It was trained by Lee Friedman. And Mashani Ambitious kept on finding the line. 
indicating that further the better. She gets an extra 200 metres here. Then definitely O'Polly, just the one public barrier trial. She won at Durban a couple of weeks ago, leading all of the way. She was sort of kept at it most of the way, never really got an opportunity to travel, but she kept up uh, you know, a nice gallop throughout that heat and the time was okay. And then putting in glass of rosé number three. But I think the one will win the opener, the Daub from eight, four and three. Race two at Eagle Farm, a benchmark 78, 2,200 metres. Uh, nothing separates number one, head of state, 240, and two, military gambler, 240 here. They're the equal favourites. Number three is Namaqua at 460, and then Guts and Glory, a $9 chance. But head of state, military gambler, equal $2.40 favourites for race two. Yeah, I think um, head of state will run the favourite here. Everybody's tipping him. And uh, the other point is that um, when they last met, head of state was beaten about two and a half lengths behind military gambler. Uh, but things didn't quite work out for head of state, whereas military gambler had the run of the race. Head of state today uh, meets military gambler about two and a half kilos better. So I think he'll win. And he's looking at getting out to this trip. The big stretches here at Eagle Farm. I think he's very hard to beat the toppy. Um, he was the winner of the uh, gloaming stakes. It was a while ago, back in September 21, but he's two runs back. Uh, indicative of a horse ready to strike today. So one to beat two, putting in three Namakwa and number seven that Friday feeding one, two, three and seven. Okay, let's get on. Race two. Sorry, Maxie, let's get on to uh, race number three here. Benchmark 72 over the mile. And top of the market here is number eight, Vaccine. $2.30 favourite. Nine, Hell of a Dancer. Three sixty. Miss Baltimore. And she keep on winning here. She's five fifty, And Coup de Tonnerre, a $9 chance. But number eight, Vaccine. Certainly working up to something. A clear two sixty favourite for race three. Yeah, I think she gets a chance to break through uh, for a, a deserving win vaccine. She's been threatening at her last couple. She has to run the 1600, and we can say that about a few of the main rivals here in Head of the Dancer and Miss Baltimore as well, not proven at the trip. But I think now vaccine is ready for it. She should sit back behind with Ryan Maloney in the saddle, getting a bit of cover and having one run at them in the home straight. So I'm confident that she can win today. Miss Baltimore has been a bit of a revelation Prior to coming to Brian Dias at Eagle Farm, um, four starts ago, she'd never been beyond 1,200. And she's won her last two, leading all the way at the midweeks in Brisbane over 13.50. So she looks the one-out leader too, Miss Baltimore, over the 1,600 today. She could be very hard to run down. I just got her in for second. Number nine, Hill of the Dancer, went a little bit too hard in the Phillies and Mares Magic Millions uh, with the blinkers on. They've taken the blinkers off today. She has one here at 1,500 metres too. And then number 10, Champagne Pop, 8, 5, 9 and 10. On to the fourth race we go at Eagle Farm this afternoon where the $3.80 favourite is number three, Rocker Moore. Just in front of number five, Al Burke at 3.90. Four, Wairari Falls at 4.40. The Tyler, number seven, a $7 chance. And then Animate, very capable on his day at $9. But 3.80 favourite, Rocker Moore, just in front of Al Burke for the fourth. Yeah, it's a tricky race. Um, uh, there's a lot of ifs and buts here. So I've gone for the absolute outsider, Richard in the calendar, number eight. Last time I looked on Tabby, was 23 and $4.60. I think he can run top three, and he could possibly win the race if everything works out well for him. He likes it here at Eagle Farm. I realise that he's eligible for easier, 
Um, and the fact that he's in this race, this benchmark 85, he's only got the 53 on his back. Last start, unfortunately, a horse was tiring badly and sort of crushed him into the running rails. So he basically had to be eased out of the race. His first up run was encouraging. So we'll, we'll play him at a big price to cover them. Number four, Wairiri Falls. He just keeps on having this flashing light, but seemingly always finds one or two to beat. But this is suitable for him. Al Burke was going great guns and then put in an ordinary one last start. He just didn't look comfortable the last 200 metres. So a bit of a, an if and a but for him today. And then Rockamore is good one day, not so good the next. So it's a tricky race. We'll go for the $20 shot number eight, the Cullinan, from four, five and three. Race five, class three, 1,000 metres here. Number two, buying time. Looks a good prospect. $2.30 favourite here, buying time. Number 12 in a sec is at 480. Situation room consistent at 550. And number one streaker is a $7 chance. Buying time, pretty dominant favourite here. Fixed-wise, although on the tote, Michael, equal favourites are the two and the 12. So a bit to play out here. Yeah, um... The, the yard watch is so important here with number two buying time because he can get himself a little bit warmed up. He's a little bit aggressive. And he's got, well, last start, he sort of hung in badly onto the rails, um, which is a bit of a problem where he's drawn today in barrier number 10. He's not going to see the running rail. But pound for pound, he's got any amount of ability, this fellow. He just hasn't been straightforward. So for that reason, I'm going with streaker number one, He's one of those what-you-see-is-what-you-get horses. He'll settle in the first two or three, and he'll give a strong kick in the home straight. I think this is a really good race for Streaker. Excellent here, too, back when he hesitated slightly, had to use a bit of gas, grabbed late, and then at the Gold Coast, Magic Midian's Carnival. He was terrific there, running fourth to Archer's Paradox, when obliged to race extremely wide. Round about 6.50, we'll back him number one. To beat number two, buying time, if everything works out perfectly and he's on his best behaviour, then he probably wins. But there's a little bit of a gamble there at the 2.30. Then number four, Zaba Byrne, sits back, runs on. More often not a place getter than rather a winner. And then number 12, Intersec, his stable mate. Matt looks nice. Um, didn't have a lot of luck last start at Ipswich when she was a bit awkward out of the gates, Intersec. One on top streaker from 2, 4 and 12. Race 6, first leg of the quaddy. Three-year-olds benchmark 72, 1,400 metres. Again, a couple of horses come away in the market here. Number 2, Hang 5, the proven thoroughbreds horse. Hang 5, 2.30. Serena Sophia, 3.80. And then it's out to $9 for number 6, Northern Pride. How do you see race 6, Michael? I found it tricky. Um, the best last start performance was turned in by Hang 5, I believe. Um, it, it's going to be a strong reference race, that busting race a fortnight ago. They ran terrific time, 18.46, compared to the Phillies division, which was Serena Sophia at 110.15. So I can see why Hang 5 is the uh, the warm favourite here. But I'm just going a little bit wider and, and going to play the five, uh, rather the six Northern Pride. Um, I thought his maiden win two ago was terrific. Slightly disappointing last start, but I suppose the tempo was against him and he did have 58. So I'm just putting down a few excuses for last start and everything is in his favour today. He's got a good draw, drops five kilos to 53. And around $9 or $10, I think he's a really good bet, the six Northern Pride. Number two, definitely hang five. He's always shown potential, 
Um, another horse that hasn't been straightforward, but that was a good first up run behind Busting. They took the blinkers off that day and he seemed to relax nicely and find the line strongly. Five centre bounce comes out of the Serena Sophia race on that same day and wasn't able to be fully tested until the last 50 metres. She was tight for room. And then Serena Sophia's drawn a little bit awkward today. She needs a bit of luck. Six, two, five, and one. Race seven. One out in the quaddy here. Number five, King Kappa, dollar forty-five. Three majestic shot. Gee, it was the majestic shot of old. They wouldn't see where she went here at nine dollars. And then Joviality, Acrobatic and Co. King Kappa at dollar forty-five here, Michael. Yeah, gee, half an hour ago he was a dollar sixty-five in from a dollar seventy. So they've kept on backing him. Look, you know, that's short, but he, he should justify being the hot favourite here. He's in great form, King Kappa. And I think this will pan out similar to the last time when he jumped fast and let one go, sat a length off it, and then he just raced away under very light urgings. It was only a hand ride. So I'm expecting the same to happen today. You're right about Majestic Shot. I was really keen on the last start of the big price, and she ran really well. Stormed home into third uh, behind 15 rounds. But I just think on this firm track today, whether she can give this lead a two or three length start, probably not. But I still think she's worth throwing in everything, Majestic Shop. Five to beat three, then two acrobatic and eight may obey. Race eight, open handicap here at Eagle Farm, going over the 1,800 metres. Number four, point counterpoint for Sterling Oslin is the $3.50 favourite. Eight, Sagacious is there at $5. Pancho, a $6 chance. And Trevelyan, uh, there at $7. Indian Dreamer, $8. Some horses we know pretty well here, Michael, for race eight. Yeah, well, this favourite um, has just been a great to Sterling Oslin since he took over the training of this horse. He's been great in the country, and when he goes to town in, in Sydney, uh, he stopped off a ballot to win the Cup a couple of Fridays ago on a good three coming from last. You rarely see them come from last at Ballada, let alone in the Cup. So everything looks ideal. He's very fit, nice, firm track. The distance is right. Little playing for Jaden Lloyd. He won't know himself today with only 56 on his back. Clearly on top for me, over number 10, Trevelyan. He's a good old boy, this fellow. This is his cup of tea, 1,800 at Eagle Farm. No weight on his back. He gets 51 today from Malia Castle, Trevelyan. The 11, Scarlet Tufty, I think he's just about ready to strike third up, up to 1,800 metres or a couple of positives. And then Indian Dreamer, 4, 10, 11 and 7. Takes us on to the ninth and last at Eagle Farm. The girls' day out, March 4, benchmark 74, 1,300 metres. Number 16, Comrade Rosa. Been waiting a while for her to get the cash. She's been in the market a lot and she's well in the market here. She's $1.90 in the last at the moment. Um, of course, a bit to play out with that tote price. Number eight, Pentito, five fifty. White Water, tab number nine, resumes here at $8. Charge on nine fifty. but Comrade Rosa, $1.90 fixed with the tab. Um, what are we thinking here, Michael? Yeah, well, gee, half an hour ago, she was on again. She was heavily backed into 210 or 2.20, so they're continuing to come for her. It is starting to get a little bit light now at that price. I, I, I think she probably gets back out a little bit in the market. Nevertheless, she just looks, you know, extremely beautifully placed today. This looks absolutely spot on for her. She hasn't won for a while, but uh, she was unlucky at Warwick Farm two ago. She couldn't get clear at all in the home straight. And then at the first start for Tony Gollan, uh, she was unlucky at Ipswich. The rail was out 10 metres and she got back and had to come too wide. 
yet still found the line strongly. And the horse that beat her won again on Thursday, Ned's Gully. So it looks her race for the taking. Number 16, Pentito, number eight, comes through a good form line. He ran fourth in the Magic Millions Cutis behind Alpine Edge hitting the line card, coming from a mile back down the outside. He's just drawn a gate where he's going to need a touch of luck to get clear because he's a back marker. Then the seven colour spirit, this is a little bit harder, but he's fit. He's definitely up to running in the top three. And then a big chance at a good price, number 10. 16, 8, 7 and 10 in the last today at Eagle Farm. What are you keenest on, Michael? Well, um, these are starting to shorten up. Um, we'll go... We'll go race five, number one, Streaker at about 6.50. And then 9.16, Comrade Rosa. And I do think 2-1, Head of State, is a pretty safe bet as well. So 2-1, um, 5-1, and then 9.16. Just before you go, Michael, I thought I saw uh, a bit of social media, of a nice piece of work there by the girls, Isotope and Skirt the Law. I suspect we'll see them in Sydney at a point pretty soon. Yes, um, definitely. Isotope, I think this will be her last season before she goes to start. And Skirt the Law, yeah, a little bit surprised to see her at Doombin on Saturday. Obviously, um, you know, with these carnivals coming around and the slipper not all that far away, you, you can only just back off them slightly. But, yeah, she's well up there in golden slipper contention. She'll have a lead-up run and um, her form is solid. She's... She's only had the three stars. She dominated the Magic Million. So you're going to see a fair bit of this, in particular with Tony Gollan. We're only six months into the new racing season, and Tony had his 101st winner in Queensland only last week. So he's uh, he's got it, got his act together right now these days. And uh, the horses that he sends away, you know, are not there for a holiday. So keep an eye on them over the next month or so in Sydney. Uh, he has as much quality as any stable going around at the moment. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. Thank you, Michael. We'll speak next Saturday. Have a good week. Okay. Thank you, Richard. Bye-bye. Michael Maxworthy there joining us with uh, the Eagle Farm tips and selections. Rightio, seven minutes past ten. Um, the Behind the Gates crew are getting themselves organised. Hurls was here a second ago. He's just... Ducked out, don't know where he's gone. And um, and maybe Brad Davidson at a point might grace us with his presence as well. He might be in transit, Davo, and then he sort of wanders in here halfway through. And Darren Flindell, it's a home game for Darren. He can just walk across the road and not get cleaned up by those cyclists in those cycle paths, and, and he'll be good. So here's your chance to ask the guys a few questions. Any, any thoughts about the day's racing? A few of them uh, are trickling in, but uh, 0419-767-272. So 0419-767. 767272. We normally keep it to racing, although this segment can go in any number of places. Eight minutes past ten, we'll take a break and come back with more Behind the Gate shortly on Racing HQ Saturday. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. West is best. Don't miss the next superstar to emerge from Western Australia at the Perth Yearling Sale at the state-of-the-art Magic Million Swan Valley Complex on February 23 and 24. Recent graduates of the sale include Group 1 winners Portland Sky and She's a Belter, plus crack Hong Kong sprinter Sight Success. The 2023 catalogue features 327 outstanding lots by 79 individual sires, from local champions to Australia's best. For more information and to view the catalogue, visit magicmillions.com.au. 
You just can't beat the racing action in the top end. With 38 meetings a year, the action never stops. And for the very best show on sand, Darwin Racing is tops in the top end. Territory Racing, be part of it. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts, right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. Dixon Homes thanks Premier Palaszczuk as you can offset mortgage repayments by building and renting a secondary dwelling. Buy before accessibility and energy rules increase costs. Dixonhomes.com.au Since 1959, debt free, quality assured. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Pinot Grigio by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. The extensions of the M4 and M8 are now open, connecting the M4 at Haberfield with the M8 at St Peter's. Traffic conditions may have changed. Tolls apply. Visit livetraffic.com. Cogra gas leak is causing a hazard on the Princess Highway at President Avenue. One lane is closed in both directions. Artama to Sydney on the Warringah Freeway, very heavy inbound due to works, but it's also affecting both directions. Avoid the area if you can. Get into your Ford dealership quick and get into a Ranger quicker with XL and XL. XLS models in stock now. See Ford.com.au for details. I'm Luke Jumay, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Okay, welcome back to the show. As you heard there on the traffic report, traffic's a little bit how you're doing uh, coming into Ramwick today, or if you're coming in from the north and um, down through those places. But uh, that's that's Sydney when everyone's back going and there's plenty happening around the place. So a bit of patience required uh, around the roads and you'll get to the track and you'll get to where you need to go. I'll say good morning to the fella sitting right, ne- right next to me. He's back after some Sydney form. Andrew Hurley looking nice and fresh. Hello, Hurls. Yeah, feeling nice and fresh. Especially some nights you get eight or nine hours, you still wake up and you're a bit, oh, got eight or nine last night and I've absolutely bounced out of bed. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to this meeting today. It's an intriguing meeting. It's been a good betting meeting and I think there's still um, some twists and turns in some of those markets uh, to come. I think he's on route. He'll join us shortly. Uh, he'll be in Sky One all afternoon, keeping Andrew Martin company. That's Brad Davidson. Hello, Davo. Morning, fellas. Yeah, gee, he'd want to be uh, fresh, wouldn't he? Second week of work in about the last 40, so... <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, thank you. Didn't, didn't, even, didn't even turn up to tennis last Thursday night either. They'd be even fresher. What do you mean didn't turn up? Was there any sort of a... No, I'll let or... you know I wasn't coming. No, nah, he's good, he's good. I'm just winding him up. He, 
He's been playing. It was very hot there Thursday night anyway, Hill. So, yeah. uh, yeah, but uh, no, I look forward to having him back down the back down the tennis club. He gets a good ball, Hill. So, uh, but no, looking forward to it today, guys. It should be a cracking meeting. Um, it's getting bigger and bigger, isn't it? Heading towards autumn now. And, uh, yeah, fingers crossed we can get this multi on today. Too. Yeah, and we'll give it a, a red-hot go. We'll try again, that's for sure and certain. Calling all the action at Ramming today will be Darren Flindell. Good morning, Darren. Yes, good morning, Richard, Brad and uh, Hurls. Yeah, looking forward to the running of the Eskimo Prince Stakes today. I think this is the real highlight from a future point of view. Uh, which horses will be focusing on uh, for the Ramwick? Uh, guineas in particular. Yes, they're quite excited about the Eskimo Prince and also the, the first, uh, the two-year-old race. I, I love these two-year-old events and uh, I am backing one at good odds here in the first. Mm, she was a filly I loved as a yearling, so it's good to see her coming good at the right time and that, that, that drink-wise mile. Fascinating. There's a Banju two fit for the stayers run over the top. We'll get the thoughts of the guys. 0419767272. That's the text line number. It's open 0419767272. There is a, a question there, Hurls, about the tab app and a few bits and pieces there. Some technical questions that I think we'll probably pass on to um, others to to, uh, to talk about. Yeah, we will uh, forward that on. And, yeah. You know, obviously, always want feedback on on our coverage and also on uh, on the technical side of things. So yeah, we'll pass that on. Um, Brad, there's a text here for you. You've been referred to as a young buck. <laughs> uh, Got a lesson in punting last week with uh, King's Gambit uh, at $1.25. Winks type odds, ridiculous price. The critic never f- never shying away from giving uh, their thoughts, Brad. But anyway, King's Gambit, as Paulie Snowden and the team will say, that wasn't the grand final. But when they're that price, you probably want to see them take care of business. Yeah, you want to see them take care of business. But um, is it a lesson... Potentially, but I'm not. I'm not really into lessons when the market actually starts shorter than the price you're backing them. So, at the end of the day, if the market says it's a dollar twenty-five chance, it's a dollar twenty-five chance. And I think when we were speaking about it in the morning, it was about a dollar forty. So, uh, if it was a dollar thirty or dollar forty out to a dollar eighty, I'd say yes for sure. But you know, people forget that horses at odds on and even prohibitive odds on at those sort of prices, they still get beat. They're not like they're absolute good things. It's not like you just go to the bank and, and get your 25% thanks for coming. That's why the bank never give you anything like that. So that's racing. Those things happen. Uh, red resistance, well found by Darren as well, just went to a new level. And I think King's Gambit was pretty plain, to be honest. So, look, he's had one of those days. Maybe the heat got to him. Maybe he's not that good. We'll find out next start. But... Yeah, I mean, when the market's telling you late that it's that price, then that's the price. The more ones that I think are mistakes is when you're backing a horse at a certain price and it starts nowhere near that and blows you out the gate. That's when you're making a mistake and the market's telling you correctly. Um, so, yeah, look, it is what it is. That's that's the game. We'll back many of odds on pops that lose, but hey, we'll back, back plenty that win too. And, and, Darren, when it comes to two-year-olds, I was at the races last weekend. Now, I don't get to the races all the time, but I was there last weekend and Goodness me, that was an example of being at the races. Mm. No, no knock on King's Gambit. He's a really nice two-year-old. But when that red resistance wall passed, he's a brute. And I just kind of wanted to be with him out of the yard. Um, it's good to be there if you can. 
he had a he had a fair bit of attitude as well. I was starting to get a little bit worried when he was coming down from the tie-up stalls and he was bobbing his head up and down and the strapper was sort of fighting with him. I thought, oh please, don't don't fight with this horse. And he was he was really ready to go. Uh, Red resistance. Talk about horses that can lose the plot. We certainly saw that in the Phillies division um, from the same stable. Actually, a perfect proposal. She completely lost the plot there and ran accordingly. I was watching her yeah. minute by minute for the behind the gates multi. She was my horse last week, and I was watching minute by minute thinking, this is not going the way I want to see it. And learning to fly, cool as a cucumber, handle it, and it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, Personally, well, I loved the race last week. As I was saying, it was a dead set two-horse race. We ended up getting $6 about a horse in a, in a two-horse event, so I loved it. Yeah, good, no, good on you. Yeah, you did uh, You did text me before uh, before the race. <laughs> you had the heebie-jeebies because she said she went to pieces. Yeah. Oh, it's just... You know, sometimes they run they run okay, but it's not what you want to see, and unfortunately she... Um, she ran accordingly. Before we get going here, guys, a question for uh, for Brad and also uh, Darren, who watches a stack of these races and would have a call as well. Um, Munzee, uh, a different Munzee from Borco. Uh, gents, hope you're having a good start to 2023. Yes, we are. Don't worry about that. Wanted to get Brad from your miners' data on how the track generally plays on a good ram with an eight-metre rail as a favour on speed or fence or that kind of thing. So, uh, Brad, just a, a snapshot of how you think today might play. Yeah, we've had about four meetings with the rail in this position the last few years, and two of them have been a big advantage to be rails in run, but they've both been really wet tracks, and the other two uh, have been on drier tracks and have been basically pretty fair. So, I mean, you could you can mount a case either way. When the rail goes out that far, generally it's a... It's an advantage to be sort of rails in run and, and saving that ground and then just peeling off in the straight. But it could be a fair track all the same with that data suggesting when it's drier in this position, it's generally pretty fair. And Ramwick being such a spacey track, the rail doesn't make as much of a difference. It's only when it gets to that six metre position, whatever it is, if it's five metres, you want to be in the running line because you want to be at that six metre. If it's six metres, you want to be on the rails. And that's, that's a bigger key there. But when you go out a bit further as we have today... Um, it all depends on the, the conditions a bit more, probably. So, look, I'm I'm playing a pretty straight bat and saying pretty fair, but it wouldn't surprise me if rails in run is the place again. Uh, Darren, anything noticeable for you? Well, it's been a very dry week. Um, I know uh, the Kensington track yesterday was pretty much uh, an on-pace track with the with the dry conditions. So um, I'd, I'd never worry about that factor too much at Roundwick, more so at Rose Hill. Okay, let's dive in here, shall we? Let's um, let's go to some of these questions, and we will probably bounce around the place. Pearls, the uh, the Eskimo Prince race eight. Let's start with the main event today. Group three, uh, three year olds over the twelve hundred metres aft cabin. What are we what are we doing here now? Two dollars all week. Two dollars to two ten between eight and nine o'clock when we covered off this race. It's now just creeping out at two fifteen. Well, it's certainly not an alarming drift, but uh, yeah, you're actually getting the best price we have bet all week. Uh, so Jardin's eight fifty to nine, back to eight fifty. Aft cabin two dollars to two fifteen. Seven fifty into six fifty. Osipanko three fifty to three sixty. Zoo Tiger's been kept very safe. So that's a look at the fluctuations as far as dollars held today. Yeah, it's still clearly. Af cabin, but Osipanko actually holds the second most amount of money in the race. And Richard Freeman's horse, Richard and Will, uh, Toronomica, 
It's met with some support, but it retains that uh, $26 quote. I'm just taking a bit of a thousand at two fifteen on aft cabin. Rightio. Uh, focusing on aft cabin here, guys. John from Penrith. Are the panel nervous backing a horse coming from a bleed? And also. Uh, snackers from Canberra. Hello, Snackers. It's hey, a, it's a, where's he been? Oh, no, he's, he's with us. He's always he with us. today, but it's, 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 it's a three-pronged question, but I will focus on uh, Snackers saying, what is Aft Cabin's grand final this prep? Well, James Cummings told us this morning he has Aft Cabin and Golden Mile. You know, there's Australian Guineas, Rambi Guineas the same day, so they'll sort of... Uh, get past today, I think, and work it out. They haven't decided what the grand final is to answer your question there, Snackers. But, um, Darren, horses off a bleed. After Cabin, what are you thinking? I, I, I don't mind them one bit when they're resuming from the break. So, as far as today's concerned, I'd have absolutely no issue. If you were sort of playing after Cabin for future races down the track, I'd probably be very cautious. Uh, but Bleeders first up generally is not an issue, so I'm not the slightest bit worried about that today. He's tried like a class class act at Warwick Farm. Uh, I really loved his work there, and I think uh, he's probably going to be too good here today, but I do respect Zoo Tiger a lot, and Zoo Tiger's going to have the advantage of being right up on the speed and in a very controlling role, and I think we're all going to be watching to see what type of uh, finish that Ossipenko produces. His trial was terrific behind Cote. Uh, he looks like a real uh, Guineas type, and I think you can still get about $8 about him winning the round with Guineas or Sapanko. But I think today, Aft Cabin is the one to focus on. Okay. Aft Cabin, yeah, fair enough. Hells? Uh, Mrs. Snackers, actually, Colleen. Uh, it's her 70th birthday today, so a very, very happy birthday to uh, to Colleen. I hope you have a great day. I hope uh, uh, your son behaves himself, but he is hosting a party, so he has uh, put the word out there. It will be hands and heels to later today for me. Might enjoy clean-up beers. Do you know Snackers? No, I don't. It feels like you do. I oh, know. He's oh, a no. part of the family. <laughs> I was down there, like that your way strange over. kindred spirits in yeah, a weird way. I should have organised a... I popped into a couple of pubs down that way, not as far as Canberra. Did they but, know uh, you? <laughs> no, they didn't. Oh, you're that guy. They did by the time. You're that guy off behind the gates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so happy birthday, Colleen. Good on 70. you, Colleen. Great effort. Uh, Brad, um, general feel about this Eskimo Prince and... Um, off a bleed, what do you say? Yeah, well, he, he does have that bit of stardom about him, Hells. Bruce, uh, one of the locals down at Covey Mine, he's asking when Hells is coming back down the to, to see him. So, anyway. $4.60 schooners. I should be down there. $4.60. <laughs> um, look, I, I think it's a... Look, first of all, the bleed, I, I don't... I think it's actually uh, something you can you can kind of back and say they're going to be ready because they just put a little bit more work into them and make sure everything's cherry ripe because of that situation. So there's definitely no concern there. But, look, I was really keen to take on Golden Mile last week and I find myself taking on a lot of good Alphan horses. I don't know if it's just they, they seem to get priced really aggressively or what it is, but there's no surprises yet at $2.15. I think that trip's got to continue, guys. I mean... What's he? Is he really justified being that short? He's won a, a Guinea's prelude down there at, at Caulfield, but I mean, in the fair income department, uh, it was a it was a heavy deck. Half the horses didn't handle the wet track, and Meridius ran second. And uh, Meridius is forty to one in a race like this, so the time was nothing flash either. Here he is, first up, dry track, twelve hundred metres, short of his best. Dry track is the first time he's seen that. He's drawn wide. He jibbed at the start in the trial, negative. 
the trial time was very slow, negative. Um, I concede he's a very nice horse and he, he might just win. But you're taking the gamble that, you know, was he even the best three-year-old miler back then? And, and now is he the best three-year-old miler after they all had a break and come back and developed? Um, it seems to be... Uh, a skinny sort of play and, and not one that I'd be uh, keen to play on Kevin. I'm keen to take him on Kevin. sorry. Um, look, I think Ozapenko is the one that, that runs really well. I think he's the Ramwick Guineas horse. I love his trial. Whether the 1200 is a bit sharp, potentially, but if they're aggressive enough and hold a spot, then uh, then he's going to be very hard to, to hold out late, and I think Zoo Tiger leads and, and, and gives a really big side out in front. So Look, half cabin can win, but at two dollars fifteen, leave me well and truly out of that, and leave me well and truly out of the two dollars eighty for a round with guineas because you don't know how much all these have developed. Ozapenko might just be better now, so we'll, we'll wait and see. He'd be the way I'd be playing the round with guineas if I was having a speak in the futures mark. If uh, if you missed James Cummings this morning, just to, to repeat his quote, there very happy with him. Hasn't put a foot wrong coming in. He's all set to run well. Thinks he could be more, maybe more prominent in the run. Beautiful moving horse, very promising customer from James this morning. Race four, a couple of Tab Highway questions hurls here. Race number four this afternoon is the Tab Highway Class 3 at the 1,200 metres. And races one to six today, Ramwick, Sandown and Eagle Farm. Place a win bet if your horse runs second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies for your first win bet on fixed odds using your Tab account. All right, let's tackle the highway here. And the favourite is at a quote of 4.60. And that's Iron Will, opened up at 5. Dollars this morning. Super Extreme 550 to 6. The best backed runner here continues to be preemptory. We went up $21 when the market first opened. 750 this morning and retains that quote. Clever Arts also met with support. $15 on Wednesday afternoon. $8 today and remains at that quote. Uh, and there's no deductions. So preemptory and also uh, Clever Art have both been well supported. Morning, gents. Couple for Davo. How does Astra this stack up in the highway, consistent in the country? Uh, trainer doesn't bring them down too often, so that's uh, Astra Lith. And there was another question there. Um, uh, Steve from Old Bar. Morning, gents. Opening the batting for the Punters Club a fortnight ago with Smoke Show and backed it up with Eastern Glow and Stub Rattle last week on fire. Steve loves a uh, loves a highway. Thoughts on my selections this week in Sapito Beauty and uh, we'll touch on Lekvar in a tick. Maybe, Brad, you can fire away here and uh, uh, maybe your overall comments here on the, on the highway. But Astralith and certainly um, others mentioned there uh, by, uh, by Steve as well. Yeah, look, Astralith uh, was a winner at Orange last time. Eh? Beat a horse called Ken Do It there, who's been a bit disappointing since in easier grade, albeit wasn't a great ride that day. Got too far back, but uh, still should have finished off a bit stronger. And Sapito Beauty um, won at Wagga last time out. Going well, hit the line really strongly there and has won at this trip in the past. So she's won the three from four and looks a promising filly, but... If I am with the market mover here, I think $7.50, you'll get better than that late in the piece here, number eight preemptory. But love the way he's trialled, uh, like these runs last preparation in benchmark grade, best late splits of the race there in the benchmark 72 behind Iona Merck and Sacrimony, who's going around a short price favourite in a benchmark race later in the day. So spoke to Danny Williams during the week and said his horse has improved a bit. Uh, he seemed quite confident that he'd run well if he handles the mounting yard being first up. He can get a bit fresh, he said. So we'll wait and see how he handles that. But for me, preemptory on top in the highway. 
Paul wasn't uh, really keen on Cepedo Beauty or Astrolith, but the, the main ones I was looking at here was, yes, preemptory, definitely, uh, drop in class for it. Uh, super Extreme, James McDonald conjured a win out of him on a wide path at two starts back. The Running Bears trial at Musselbrook was good, and Clever Art's got a very nice profile. So they're the four I was looking at, numbers uh, 8, 10, 11 and 12. Uh, Amulet, um, Brad, Amulet Street and Hit the Rim, a texter would like a, a comment there on those horses. <laughs> Yeah, look, Amula Street's a really nice horse, just has to handle the, the big weight and hit the rim, um, capable on his day, first up here. The, the problem with races like these races at this time of the year is trying to read which horses are ready to go here and which horses are ready to go in the country championships qualifiers in a few weeks' time. And you've got to kind of see how many races they've won and, you know, the horses like these in these highways, they can afford to win another race and still get in as Class 4 horses in the in the, uh, the heats and still get 56 kilos, I think it is. But, um, you know, you look at horses later on in the day, there's one horse going around the benchmark race, Gasonic. It's won five races. If it wins today, it can't run in the country championships qualifiers. So you'd think that uh, it's not going to be ready to rock and roll today and we'll probably need the run. Um, and naturally, all these horses are going to be peaking up on the big day, but it's trying to work out. I, I spoke to Danny Williams about that, about preemptory, and he said this horse hasn't been in his stable long enough to qualify for the country championships. So uh, he'll be, he'll be, as a result, you know, he, he's ready to go and, and uh, in this race today. Okay, that's a, a good look at the highway, covering off a few horses there. Where do we go now, Hurls? We might uh, we might go to race number two. This is the uh, the benchmark seventy eight ACY Securities. Uh, Cosmic Miniver the favourite, but uh, what can you tell us here? The market race two. Yeah, gee, I tell you what, they're not uh, they're not afraid to get involved with uh, Cosmic Miniver two sixty two seventy now to a low of two fifty. Not only today, but since the market opened, uh, Banana Queen at two eighty to two nine. Then we've got Lekvate, uh, $6. Festival Dancer, $7.50 to 8 9 to 8 54 African uh, Daisy. And Watergo, uh, 21 to 23 It has been one-way traffic here with Cosmic Maneuver uh, since the market opened. Although it is starting to uh, starting to even up a little bit investment-wise with Banana Queen. That's come in the last 45 minutes or so, Rich. Um, Darren, uh, Steve there at Old Bar is keen on Lekvart today. Where's Lekvart fit in? Smaller field's going to be a big plus for Lekvart. There's only six starters, so um, yeah, she might she might have a genuine chance of winning this. I know she was a late entry into the race. But I've, I've opted to stick with the informed Banana Queen. She just keeps on producing. She's not as well drawn today, but in a small field, it probably doesn't matter. The Cosmic Minerva with the addition of Blinkers, that might just uh, do the trick there. I, so he, when he worked into the clear at Rose Hill last time, he just wanted to lay in a little bit, and he didn't look overly genuine going to the line. So with the Blinkers on, he might just sharpen up a little bit. But I've got Banana Queen over Cosmic Minerva and then Lake Var. Brad. Yeah, I'm with uh, Cosmic Minerva as well. I just think he wasn't really suited by the slowish tempo the other day. He's going to appreciate Ramwick in a mile. He gets the shades on. He finds James McDonald. I think he's short enough, though. I, I can't get him that skinny in the market. But, um, yeah, I think Electbart's flying. Just got to check at the start there the other day, which cost her any chance of winning the race and then flashed home off a slow tempo. I thought they might have gone to the 1800 metre race, but uh, I think the fact that, you know, such a small field with only the six runners, which is a bit disappointing, uh, that's probably left them here. So she can definitely run on strongly if they, if they go hard enough up front. 
couple of comments here. Richard, you mentioned James said he's very happy with the horse. Have you ever been told something different <laughs> by a trainer on air? Thank you, Brett. Well, I think the majority of the time trainers will say they're happy with the horse because they probably wouldn't be running them otherwise. Yeah. But they, a lot of trainers will preface it by there's a few buts as well. Uh, yeah, they're happy with the horse, be... but there can be a lot of the times... But this worries me, and that worries me. Yeah, so the, the gait, like a speed, uh, yeah, probably looking for further, all that sort of thing. But as you say, if they're heading to the track, they're generally in good condition. Uh, uh, Brad, uh, with the approaching NRL season and all the guys on the Behind the Gates team having a team to support apart from Brad, he needs a team. Are you going to take the Dolphins, says Dan. <laughs> He's going to be a rabbit no, he's not. Yes, he is. No, no he's not. He's going to be a dolphin. Are you going to be a dolphin, Brad? Dolphin? What are they? Are they a new club coming or something? Oh, I've got no oh, idea. Fair dinkum. You're going to live here, you know, at least have oh, some sort show of an interest. interest. Yeah. I'll happily uh, pass fellas. I'll just... No, it's not for me. Simple oh, as that. The fun, the fun police has struck again. Dear, dear. No, it's just, it's just not a sport that I... They just throw the ball backwards. I, I don't really understand the, the fascination of it, but that's just me. Be a Raider, Davo, says someone here. Be a Seagull. Be brave. Come on, Seebs. Let's get this done. Uh, season 2023. Rightio, two-year-olds here start the day. The Lonro Plate, the Dali Lonro Plate, 1,000 metres, only an hour and three quarters away. Where does the morning go, Hurls? What can you tell us here for a field? Or what just a field of how many? F uh, six here in the first. Yeah, and the favourite is Sicilian at $2.50. Open at two forty this morning. Mexico's three fifty into three ten. Not surprised about the support for it. Torfik Star, 15. 340 to 3.80 for Madeira Sunrise. Miss Belgium, 31 and 9 to 8.54. Porto Rosa. That's a tough race. It is. And uh, just on the text line here, um, someone likes Sicilian but sort of wants $3 about Sicilian. Will they, will they get it? Uh, Darren, I might come to you. What happens with Sicilian here? Sicilian probably leads or uh, sits second, but I, I suspect Sicilian will lead them up. Actually, Sicilian and Madeira Sunrise have had a couple of matchups together, and Sicilian has finished in front of Madeira Sunrise on uh, on both occasions. Uh, I'm not convinced uh, that's the form uh, with these favourites. I think Mexico has been trialling the house down. I think he's going to run a huge race. But I am taking the chance with Porta Rosa. Now, first up over a thousand, it might be the wrong trip, but it's only a small field now of six starters, and she's been deliberately taken back in those trials to give a start and close off. I like the way she found the line in her first trial at Warwick Farm, but I particularly like the way she sabbaged the line at Rose Hill last Friday behind a Hell Dancer. It was the quickest heat of the morning, and she came from last and really powered home. I'm putting her in the multi. It's only a field of six. She's going out at nine or ten dollars. She won't miss the top four. And um, there's a lot to like about this filly. I think she's a little worth a little spec today at the at the uh, ten dollars because I just had my, my I had my doubts about Madeira Sunrise and Sicilian. Okay, welcome to the desk. Brad Davidson, you stroll through here and plonk yourself down next to us. What's, what's happening, mate? Yeah, nice, nice question to go to Darren first there as I was stepping <laughs> in the door, which is uh, very good. Uh, no, look, I, I agree with Darren. I think this filly's a very good filly, Portero. So I was just having that have a champagne steaks market up in the futures. Maybe Muns can 
get on to that because I think this filly would be worth a speck if they'd give us a, a decent price. They probably won't anymore, unfortunately. But um, she's out of a, uh, a mare that um, got a bit of a, a trip. The breeding suggests sort of 14, 1600. I thought she might be one that can, can really feature in that. The size is always tricky because the size is the race where generally the slipper form holds up. And then the champagne is the race where it all turns and they all go for a spell or, you know, struggling. And these horses that want a bit further really come into it. Um, so I, I think she's the, the one that hits the line here. I think probably a 1,000 might be a little bit short, but I agree with Darren. I think she'll run top four and, and be the one to follow out of the race. Um, Madeira Sunrise, I've just lent her way, but... Uh, I know Darren loves these races and Darren hates highways. I'm the other way. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just not... There's too many queries for me in these types of races. Sometimes they trial well and don't bring it to race day. Sometimes they don't trial well and bring it to race day. There's a lot of things that can happen and uh, I just went with Madeira Sunrise with the right jockey and the right sort of run over Sicilian, but... Um yeah, I, I don't have a lot of confidence. I think Porter Race is the one to watch, and I wish there was a champagne stakes market for her. Okay, well, Glenn Munsey apparently is uh, he's back from a little break. He's at the races today, and I'm sure he'll be oh, working really? on those markets. Yeah, he's. I think he's real. He's only real been away for somewhere. three weeks. I thought he was going for four or five. Yeah, well, he's got a. Uh, it's not long service, I don't think, Darren. But he'd have a few days up his sleeve, wouldn't he? I he'd have double long service, <laughs> triple long service. <laughs> Yeah, many uh, men that have been uh, with the company as long as one G Munsey. Porter Rossa looks a great bet to me, says Darren from Cara. So good on you, Darren, on the same page as well. Let's keep pressing on here. Uh, there is a question around race number five. Uh, so, Hurls, I'm going to grab a market off you for a benchmark 78, 1300 metres. I think here we go live with our multi at around about a quarter to 11 as well. So, we'll reveal that shortly. But a market for race five, please, Hurls. Gee, it's been good support today for, and again, for Joe Pride. 8.50 this morning. I think it was around 7.50 when I did the preview with you uh, between 8 and 9, Rich. It's now into $5. Pretty wild retains favouritism, 3.50 to 3.40. 5.50 to $6, Rupertar, but they jumped on early at $9. Super Bright is 6 to 6.50. Then we've got Sonora, uh, 7 to 8, back to $7. And again, has been very well tried this morning. Ando from Wagga. Morning team, looking forward to a difficult card today. What are your thoughts on Anne again to be pretty wild in race five and ruined Michael Clark's weekend? Okay. <laughs> Ando from Wagga. Does a good enough job of ruining his own weekends, but look at things. Um, anyway, um, what do we say here, Brad? Uh, and again. I, I, look, I, I'm just a bit filthy with myself that I didn't take the early price and now I've missed it. But I think she sets up well. She's on top for me here. I just had to go too far back the other day and, and that was the, the difference. I would have liked to see a bit more too back, but I think she just loves her week. I know her... A track record doesn't suggest that one placing from five here, but she ran second to Pulele here. I like the run behind Sunshine in Paris here at a pretty decent race, and I think she's a horse to beat. I think that price is probably a little skinny now, but uh, Rupertar's the one that if she runs up to her best and runs 1200, they won't beat her, but she's a bit hit and miss. Um, pretty wild for me. I've got to take her on at that price. Uh, <coughs> 1300 query just hasn't really done anything to justify that quote for me just yet. I know she beat Pizarro last prep, but it was on a wet track, and uh, the first up run it was okay, and then slow to recover last time out. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Don't know about her. I think she's a little bit skinny, but uh, 10 and again on top for me here from the three Rupertar. What do you say, Darren? 
I'm going with Aravine. Uh, the Hawks, mm. uh, the Hawks boys have taken over the training of this mare. They sent her to Queensland uh, for the Oaks, and she didn't handle the the trip there that day. But all her other form over a bit of a over a bit of ground was quite solid. So it, it, you'd assume the distance is going to be too short today, but. It's not a deep race. I mean, I was looking at Anna again very seriously. Then I thought, do I really want to be backing a, a mare rated 66 in a Saturday race, the benchmark 78? I mean, she hasn't won a race uh, in a couple of years now. Uh, so I'm going to go with Aravine. And what brought me into her was watching her trial at Rose Hill last Friday. Mr. Sherman won it on speed. She was just buried back in the field, given a real quiet time. But I like the way that she worked home. And with the booking of Tim Clark, I don't think she's going to be that far back today. So uh, I'm just taking a little chance on Aravine in a race that I don't really like. Glenn Munsey's on the text here for you, Darren. All right. Did, yes. Darren, did Darren say he had a dry week? Was the Doncaster closed? Said <laughs> <laughs> we'd had a dry week. <laughs> yes, I was referring to uh, the climatic conditions. It's mm. so good that he listens, our man. He might be on the way to the races now, Glenn, or maybe not. <clears throat> maybe not quite there yet. But wasn't uh, it last Saturday? He turned up at Victoria Park, thinking the races were on there in Adelaide. No, yeah, I know. Been quite the tour for him, man, as well. It's been quite the tour. So, what does Davo like in the upcoming Super Bowl, where they throw the ball forward? Cheers, Steve. Yeah, leave me out of that one too. Eagles, Eagles, Chiefs. Is it? What's the fascination there? I mean, they take half an hour to actually do anything, don't they? Look. I love it when you look at the clock. There's two minutes. Oh. You think, right? We'll go upstairs, get some lunch, get a beer, and we'll look. come down and watch the end of it. Yeah, it's it's a bit like that, isn't it? The old yeah, no. Nah. I don't mind. I mean, I, yeah, I got into it a bit last year, but I just sort of. You know what? You know what I find with those American sports. I get basketball. It's pretty happening. It's quick and all that. But I, I think there's a fascination in Australia that you're cool if you follow American sport almost. That everyone just does. Do you reckon? Yeah, I don't know. People I just, have their interests, don't they? They do that. They do. And I think basketball's good to watch, and baseball probably leave me out of that too. But yeah, look, everyone's got their own tastes. I don't like certain sports, but I respect that others do and love. You know, love league. They love. Uh, they love gridiron, they love all that, it's great. I mean, I love other sports like cricket, which is slow as anything, and, and a lot of people would say is boring and, and whatever, but I find a fascination in it. And I love chess match cricket. Yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Everyone's different. Everyone's different. I think, I think sport Actually, Brad, is wonderful on Manny the day. Perez. Hey? Brad, Manny Perez has just texted through. He's almost shake Manny Perez these days. He's got that many successful horses. He said, you can join him as a Dragons fan. He said he's got one last seat on the supporters team. There you go. There you go. But I think the, the great thing with any sport is those moments, isn't it? When when uh, just those moments, you, it just when it happens, it happens and it's on. And, and you know, as, as a supporter, you, you just you feel the passion and feel everything involved. And that's what I love about any sport. Oh, Big right. character building for you if you supported the Dragons. I'll tell you right here and now. Eagles by plenty take the over, <laughs> says the factor. Eagles by plenty if you're betting on the Super Bowl there. <laughs> race sixth. Oh, I find this a fascinating race, Earls. This is the Drinkwise Mile. Of course, over the famous Ramwick Miles. So um, what are we doing here, I suppose, is... I mean, uh, oh, actually... Thank you for reminding me, Hurls. Before we dive in here, the behind the gates multi. We better uh, we better let people know what these horses are, what the kind of dividend they've let us, you know, give us for and that kind of stuff. I'll tell you what, these selections just indicate we're all we're all 
all uh, a little bit one. desperate. All right. Race one, number seven, Porta Rosa. Only six horses in the race. Race six, number six, Banju. Race seven, number one, Remark. Race eight, number three, Aft Cabin. Now, $3.25 is actually a generous price. Maximum bet $50. It'll open in 60 seconds' time. And I'm about to make an announcement. If we don't get it this week, I'm going to walk to work from St Ives to French's Forest next week. I've looked at it. It's 15K, so I'll, I'll budget for probably an hour and a half. Don't make this all about yourself, Hells, no, please. No, no, just... It's just... It's, it's, I get so there frustrated. Are more, there are more I tailors easy. How yeah, far I'm, is it? St Ives to here? Yeah, it's about 15Ks. There's hills as well. What time are you going to start? I'll have to get in there so by in the 10. Oh, probably Three? 20 past 8. So there you go. What? 20 I'm past 8? 15 Ks. You're not getting a cab. Are you, are you running, sprinting? Well, according to this, it's 19 days. minutes. It's 19 minutes to drive. Yeah. So it's got to be at least an hour. And it's hilly. I'll give you. I'll say four hours minimum, hurls. Four hours. What do you reckon, Brad? Oh yeah, probably. I'd say three to four. Let's have a let's have a look. Well, yeah, Google should tell you. Anyway, anyway, we're going to get it today. So um, that's it. Race one, number seven, Portarosa. Race six, number six, Banju. Race seven, number one, Remark. And race eight, number three, Aft Cabin. Head to a Sports Today's offers and bang, it is open. Maximum bet fifty dollars, three twenty-five. The dividend. Darren, you're the filly in the first. Uh, we know that she's one of your better bets of the day, uh, Portarosa. Uh, who are you with there, Brad? I'm with Banju. I wanted to go with um, Quick Tempo, but now that race had already gone. So I will go with Banju, who we'll get to that race in a moment. But um, yeah, it looks really well placed. I'm an aft. I'm, I'm with aft cabin, but in a in a race that I'm I'm, I'm with you, Brad. In so the run top three. Yeah, well, of course he is. Exactly, of yeah. course he is. Yeah. If he doesn't, it's one of the great shocks of race day today. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and and James will be upset, and we'll all be upset. But does he win? I think he might win. I think there's. Yeah. I think there's. Now, Ossipenko could run over the top of them, couldn't he? Oh, exactly, but he's going to run top yeah, he's four. Gonna, for the purposes of this, he'll exactly. run top four. And Hurls? You're, oh, you're Remark, aren't you? Yeah, I'm Remark. Um, I'll let us touch on that race because I do have a question for both Brad and uh, and Darren in relation to it. Let's go to race six for a start and get through. Have about another 15 minutes. Still a few time for your text there, 0419767272. We'll go through these races. Uh, Hurls, race number six, please. Yeah, and the favourite here at $1.90 Banjo, Fair income. They have been absolutely hammering this since Wednesday afternoon. I said earlier this morning, and punters were just sitting there, just waiting, waiting, waiting for us to open it up. Bang, we went up $4. I think I'll be regretting that decision. It's $2 this morning. It's now into $1.90. It is the best-backed runner on the card. Solcombe just continues. Naturally, it's going to drift, given the support for Banju. It was $2.25 Wednesday, $3 this morning, now out to $3.40, one-way traffic. Darren, uh, what do you think about this race. I mean, the, the yard, if this if this Sulcombe comes in and looks the part, look out, but what are you mm. thinking here? I really don't know. I, I really don't. This is a very, very challenging race. I've decided to go with Sulcombe because I can't get out of my mind just how good he was at Flemington at his first Australian start, and he might just be a really good horse uh, who could just beat these first up at the wrong trip. So I've gone with Sulcombe. I think uh, a little roughy that'll run well is Knight of Power. 
I really liked his last run. Got to the line with a lot of gusto, taken all the way back to last from the outside gate. I don't think anything got to the line better than Night of Power, and he's twice the winner here at the trip. So here's my roughie in the field. Banju is absolutely flying. He's drawn to get the absolute run of the race. Is he up to this class? We'll certainly find out today. I, I, it's a race I'm not keen to bet in, but I just think Sulkin might have a, a class edge. Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's just, it's just, it was a beautiful race to bet into early. It was just like, why is Sulkin favourite? I mean, they went up favourite because of the J-Mac, because of the spruik on the horse. But uh, it's just, I mean, $1.90, the, the market's found it now. There's, there's nothing, there's no purr in that price. But um, the $4, I was sitting there, the three to 380 the 360 just waiting for all the bookmakers to open so I could send it out to subscribers. But it, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just beautifully placed here today, isn't he? He's, he's up and going. He's in form. He's got 51 kilos. Just please, the last time I backed one of these lightly raced uh, horses with no weight was DeHorn Unicorn, and they they rode him four, four lengths off the speed, and he was a moral beaten. Just use his weight. His advantage today is his weight and his fitness. So go forward, ride him, roll out in front, get them all out of their comfort zone, and he'll be too good for these. Uh, Sulcum. He's the danger, there's no doubt. He's the only little niggle you've got. If he's really, really special, he might be able to give him nine kilos and beat him at 1,600 metres. Um, he's only having a, a light autumn, so he's the one I'm worried about. But, you know, you've got the up-and-going horse that's just weighted to perfection here. He's just going to use that and should be too good. Really keen, Banju. Sulkham the danger. I think no compromise. Got too much weight and I think the rest can't win. So, uh, yep, I thought he was uh, the best on the program, but unfortunately that price is gone now. Are you blokes texting in to each other here? No, well, I suppose Dave o wouldn't be a tennis fan either because he's legless at it. The worst backhand I've ever seen. Yeah. Haven't put the name to it there. Haven't put a name to it. Great sport. Is, is a backhand a problem for you? It's a shocker. Yeah, but it is for well, a lot of lefties, I wouldn't isn't say it? that. Is it a double hander? Or? Yeah, yeah. But it's just there's no there's no rhythm. There's no strength to it. I think it, most lefties, right? They're good on their forehand and their backhands are pretty average. <laughs> that whippy forehand of yours yeah, gives me the you know what. Uh, and I saw that one on a wet blanket. <laughs> yeah, I, that's fine. I'll take that. Love your work, Richard. Hashtag ruining weekend. So they're taking the multi by the sounds of things. You pee hearts. <laughs> walking briskly, walking briskly. It takes me seventy five minutes to go seven and a half k's. Ian, there you go. That's a bit. That's a good guide. It takes seventy five minutes to go. Pearl's going for the Australian Olympic walking record here, Darren. The world record for twenty kilometres is an hour and sixteen minutes. I expect, that's the world record. I expect three kilo dumbbells in both hands oh. too. Just. And the odd little... What do you say? 75 minutes to go seven and a half. Yeah, you're in trouble. I thought you lived up around your minor. I oh, I do. I the well of himself, St. Ives. No, I'm at Booker Bay, but um, my better half lives at St. Ives, and I'm always there Friday nights. So. Oh, right, OK. Someone's saying, I'm saying three hours. Yeah. Oh, look, it's not going to have to happen anyway. We're going to get no, it up. No, of course it's not. Oh. Of course, I don't know why we're even worrying about this. No, exactly. Uh, to be fair. So uh, It's going very swiftly too, by the way. Okay, let's go to race seven. This is a race nav, isn't it? This is the Garriman Park handicap. Mm. Benchmark 94,000 metres. Uh, a race and a half. What's the market saying here, Hills? Yeah, okay, so we've got Remark 350, most popular runner. It's 380 to 350 today. 6 to 650 Andermatt. Dragonstone, 11 to $12. 21 to 23 Key Largo. Quick Tempo. It's the one they've come for. Um, 
significantly in terms of the firm up. $11 on Wednesday afternoon, $464.40, even allowing for that inundation um, scratching, which was 24 by 16, easy single, 5 by 6. Uh, we've got Forzani, 19 to 21, 41 to 61, Classy JB. Cotier is a 390 chance and solid 11 to 10, back to 11 for Sebenac and Turns uh, as a different horse today. Twenty six dollars it went up. Mm. Yeah. There would be no form though. But no, as uh, good as a two year old. Mm. We'll get yeah. there in a second, guys. There would be nothing more fitting today than Forts and Ninny winning. Mm. Yeah, Ninny uh, yeah. Viscotto's late, the late Ninny's birthday mm. today. So twenty one bucks if she looms up. She was um, yeah. Had a a stack of people riding sure. uh, with mm. Forts and Ninny. Mm. Today, I'm sure Murray um, will be out there too today. Yeah, Muzz will be out there. Just he's paid tribute to uh, to Ninny this morning, as well. Uh, great lady, uh, gone far too soon. Let's. Uh, I've got a specific question here for Brad and Darren. Interested in your response? Could have taken a claim here on remark. Mm-hmm. Decided not to, so 62 kilos as opposed to what uh, Cotier got, uh, 52, so that's 10 kilos. Spoke to Brad and Duff about it this morning. They suggested a difficult horse to ride. Uh, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, depends what sort of claimer you get, right? I mean, they've got two or three claimers in Sydney right now that are better than half the senior jockeys in Sydney. That's my opinion, and I, I think that's totally... And I saw, I actually saw uh, on... Social, an article, I think it was by RaceNet, and they they ranked the top 30, and like the likes of Zach Lloyd, Schiller, or Dylan Gibbons are all right up there and ahead of most of the senior jockeys in Sydney. So I'm obviously not the only one who thinks that. But um, look, but it's obviously a, a conscious decision by yeah, the stable. Yep, and yeah. and they obviously probably needs a strong rider. Timmy Clark's a strong mm-hmm. rider, so yeah, that's fine. 62 kilos. I mean, the stable aren't exactly flying at the moment, and He's a horse to me that trials like a Group One horse and races like a Group Three horse. That's what he's done in the past. Will mm. he change that? I don't know. Um, but he was much better last preparation. But he's skinny enough here, I think, because he's not a thousand meter horse, right? You're looking for the thousand meter horses to win a thousand meter races, and here he is, quick tempo, just sixty and a half down to fifty four. Jumped well the other day. Had to go back and give him a start. Absolutely rocketed the line. He can reel off splits this horse, and here he is, Gate One, Jade Collett. If he jumps, he'll be just on their backs here. If Jay Collett finds the gaps, look out. I think he's too strong late here. Um, no surprise they've backed him. Uh, they went up a silly price earlier in the week. And uh, Same story with Cote. Like, you can poke holes on in him. He, he got all the favours last prep on wet tracks. Here he is on a dry track, 1,000 metres. It just doesn't feel the right race for him. And uh, and outside of that, Andermatt, you can have $6.50. You'll happily... Uh, be about $14 him. Uh, I just don't think he's a dry tracker and he's going to get too far back. So quick tempo, the one for me. Remark can win if he can just find that little bit, but uh, he, he probably doesn't have to too much um, in this sort of grade. But, yeah, got quick tempo, pretty keen that he'll run very well. Good race, Darren. Yeah, I'm going with the leader, uh, the one I'm pretty certain will be leading here in Cote, uh, number 10. I know the form all is exposed there on wet tracks, but I love the way he dominated his trail at Ramwick, just blazing along in the lead. And I just think he's going to lead for a long way with 52 on his back. I love Remark's trial at Rose Hill behind uh, Sebenak as well, but I just consider this scenario, Cote in front, Remark doing the chasing and having to concede 10 kilos. 
that just worries me a bit. So I've got Cote on top, and I thought the the big improver today would be Sevignac, who won that trial against Remark. Obviously, Remark's the one that caught the eye the way he savaged the line, but Sevignac troubled very strongly in that trial and didn't go too bad but he's been gelded now so there is the the doors open that the, he may improve because of the the fact that he's gelded and i thought the trial indicated that he may well do that so i've got 10 on top from 1 and 11. want to knock over the races 9 and 10 hurls here in the next sort of five to six minutes so let's uh, go to race number nine if we can here tab handicap benchmark 78 at the 1800 meters our mate at the top of the market yeah yeah and it's been well tried too and of course we refer to our uh, our mate Kettle Hill, uh, three twenty uh, went up this morning. Three seventy, it's your favourite. We've got uh, Star Sparks five dollars to four twenty. Wine Glass Base six fifty to five fifty. This support continues for Mon Felicity. He's always pricked when there's support uh, for a David Payne runners, but I, I suppose it's justified. It's nine fifty to eight fifty. Uh, nothing sweet about me. A little bit of a trim up there. Fourteen dollars into eleven dollars. Everyone's tipping Mon Felicity. Mm. Been pretty well found. Um, I think, yeah, people want comments here, guys, on Kettle Hill, Wineglass Bay and Mont Felicity. Darren, fire away at race nine. What are you thinking? I've just put the kettle on, actually. It's... Oh, I can hear it. Here we go. <laughs> Sounds like there's no water in there. You're, you're, you're burning the you're element burn there. The you're element, burning yeah. the element. Tell you what, you've got uh, good hearing there. <laughs> um, yeah, Kettle Hill may well found his uh, right race today, mm. but there's absolutely no way in the world I'm stepping into him at the, the current price. I thought the, the Melbourne horse is very interesting, Shandon Burge. Uh, we clear running probably would have won at Moody Valley last time and won at Sandown over this trip prior to that, so I do respect Shandon Burge. But I'm going with Mon Felicity as well. I really wanted her to run yesterday. I thought she would have been a good thing in that uh, 2,400 metre race, but he's waited for this today. Uh, sort of stacks of dead ends in the Irish Legend race last time. You got the impression with clear running she would have um, been pretty close to the place getters there. She's third up now into this, and she's the right price for me. So Mon Felicity each way. Wineglass Bay might have a place chance, but, um, yeah, I think I'll just play this Mon Felicity each way. Brad. Uh, yeah, look, I'm, I've got Kettle Hill on top. I think he finds his right sort of race today. He's had excuses. Obviously, slow recovery, two back and wide no cover the other day. And uh, now he gets up in trip and and James McDonald aboard. Um, six aboard. I think he finds a, a suitable enough race. But, yeah, he's, he's been... Look, I think he's had excuses. I don't think the race was the right one for him last time back in trip. And, and the wide gate, they, they sort of rolled the dice and it didn't pan out there so I think he's the one to beat I think Wineglass Bay quick back up uh, definitely can can uh, run really well uh, this horse has been a little bit disappointing last weekend but I think 1800 metres suits and um, I can't get the Mon Felicity that short I, I can see that she's got a chance for sure but uh, yeah I thought race 9 and 10 were very very tough to be honest okay uh Jordan and Faz from Wingham. G'day, lads. Unlucky with the multi last week. A win's near. We hope so. Looking for the thoughts on Banjo. We've given that. Um, 
just there was a, a I might look at knock over race number 10 then come back to two horses that are specific that people had texted about so Hurls if we can go to mark a few uh, for race 10 then we might just bounce back and let the guys go shortly but race 10 please Hurls it's taken me by surprise how much support there's been for Sacrimony today 370 into 250 granted it did get to 230 at one stage Lindemann $7 to $5 Poker Jack uh, Amy McLucas 850 to 750 Lord Markle is at ten dollars a little bit of trim up for munitions 15 to 11 and also a stero 19 to 14 but yeah they've just been lathering up on ceremony all morning uh what do we have here uh, just going back to Mon Felicity, uh, g'day Dot from Wagga. Ran into a carpenter, a carpenter who works for the tab. He was at Bunnings getting materials to build a statue of Mon Felicity. Whoa, okay. Um, huh. <laughs> tough enough. Let's see what she can do today. Uh, Jack from Naruma. Good on you, Jack. Great spot. Great golf course down there at Naruma as well. Used to go down there and yearling inspections for English as we do, look at horses for one day, then play four days of golf. Don't tell anyone. G'day, fellas. I'm interested in a couple at a bit of a price in the last race, American President and Poker Jack. Brad. Yeah, I mean, first of all, on uh, Mon Felicity there, gee, a bit harsh about the statue. Normally they're safe for horses that get beaten about five times at odds on or $2. I don't think she's ever started near yeah. that price in her life. Our carpenter is very, very busy working on the charlatan statue at the moment. <laughs> ah, all aboard tomorrow. Just please, if you're listening, don't all ride. Tomorrow. Do not, do not ride him quiet. you got to put him in the race. The other day they just got too far back there and he was good again. He's flying that horse. He just... A he needs a good ride, or um, B needs to be closer. But that's what's, uh, a, what's on tomorrow. Goldwyn, Goldwyn tomorrow, oh, and right. uh, I'll be oh. shocked if he gets beat tomorrow. Very keen. You going down there? Uh, back to this race. What's that? Are you going down there? No, I'm not going down to watch a horse race. No, I'll be, I'll be uh, not that. If it was my horse, maybe, but no. Okay. I'm not, not going to go down there. I'll spend the spend the day. Sunday's day with the wife, so will we. Not sure what we'll be doing. Maybe paint. You should be watching races. <laughs> watching should be races. Uh, anyway, the last race. Uh, what were the questions here about uh, a couple of horses? Uh, Poker Jack and American Pharaoh. Yeah, look, American Pharaoh would absolutely bolt in if it was this race, but American President. Uh, that American President. Sorry. <laughs> American President. Uh, I'm not sure American Pharaoh. What he needs, yeah, needs, a, dirt, needs a dirt track. That's true. <laughs> uh, 1,200 dry, some little concerns for me, um, but... He's got the right sort of gate for him because he's going to have horse on his outside and if he doesn't have that, he'll fear out to the middle of the track. So, not hopeless. Uh, Poker Jack, I almost had him on top, but I just worry about four weeks between runs, country championships around the corner. Is it just the run he needs to get him peaking up? Um, that was my only little niggle with him, but if he runs up to the last start rating, he's the horse to beat. Sacrimony, I'm kind of left with him, but... Yeah, those odds leave me out there. He's had every possible chance this preparation. He's very well exposed, um, but he's going to get the right sort of run and be there again. But if there's anything going well, they could easily beat him. Um, outside of that, uh, yeah, pretty tricky again, but 7, 12, 13 for me. Darren? This is a very disappointing end of the day. Um, I've just got the feeling that Sacramento's going to ruin a lot of people's uh, day. Uh, going out of 250 in the very last race. Has to get out. In Sydney. Oh, I, I can't be a party to this. It's, it's had enough chances. Oh, where do you go? 
Gasonic um, was interesting. I kept looking at it. Brad brought up a very relevant point about the country uh, championships, maximum five wins. I thought, oh, is this, is this prime to win today or it just needs a run? Because the trial was quite good. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to probably have to let Gasonic go as a win bet. I've got to come back to... Uh, Lindemann, number 13. What price is it now? $5, Lindemann. Thought its trial was really good at Ramwick on the 23rd behind Moscow Night. Closed off really well, drawn low. Uh, I know the distance is probably too short, 1,200 metres, but through process of elimination, I think there's more upside with Lindemann than most. OK, good on you, Darren. Look, we, we have to go just... just Quickly, um, Darren, a comment from you, please. In race seven, someone uh, likes, uh, I think it's Phil from Mudgee, doesn't mind Dragonstone each way. Did we talk about him a whole lot, Darren? Uh, no, I didn't have him on my short list. I'm just focusing on uh, Cote Remark uh, primarily there and Sebenyak as a possible improver. Okay, and also uh, in the drink-wise miles, someone um, has a little liking for Beaufort Park again at hand handy odds there for Saab Hassan, Darren. Oh, interesting horse, isn't it? Um, Saab Hassan uh, brought it up and won last time, ran it out of the out of the handicap. It was a benchmark 88, rated in the high 60s, so it was not very well weighted and still scoop them up. Um, I guess we, we've got to respect him here. They did put a bit of money on it that at longer odds. I think it, uh, it halved its quote in the betting that day. Rightio. What are your bests today, Darren? Are we locking this well, filly in the first race? I am taking a chance, uh, but Porta Rosa, <coughs> excuse me, at the $9, I'm excited to have a bet on her because if she's as good as I think she is, I think that's going to be a very good price. Uh, today I want to be really cautious about, uh, this is a very tricky program, so um, yeah, I'll just, Porta Rosa, and I think Miss Lenore can win race three. Okay. Good on you, Darren. We will let you go. Good calling today. We'll be listening and uh, tuning into Sky Sports Radio and all across the platforms. Good calling, mate. Cheers. Good punning, guys. Thank you. Very good. He'll let him make his coffee there. That water will still be hot in the kettle uh, near him. I would have thought. Nash in the last, and we might see those colours salute in the slipper. Thank you for that. Uh, communist, I think we talked about communist there in the... Yeah, I think a little bit short for Prince, him, didn't we? I would think. Uh, no, we didn't, but I think he's a little bit short for him. But he's tried well, but it's only a four... Four-horse trial, so I'm always a little bit wary of that. Uh, Bill Gola, Brett, uh, Richard is hell's doing the walk with the shirt off. <laughs> Either way, there'll be four buttons undone, I wouldn't have thought. Rob, um, we haven't had the multi up since the 17th of December. Yes, we've had a long holiday period, this multi. It's been uh, on holidays, the multi itself. Thank you, Rob, for collating those and keeping us right up to date. Okay, Brad. Race best in value. Yeah, race six, number six, Banjoo, the best. Race seven, number six, Quick Tempo, the value. According to Google, two hours and nine-minute walk hills with a 250-metre climb there just to keep you nice and uh, on your toes there. So Is that the Rosefield Bridge? I don't know. Up, up, up the Rosefield Bridge. But uh, I'm, I, gee, I tell you, if we didn't have such a bad run, I'd actually be <laughs> cheering this multi to get done to see him run, walk the two, <laughs> or not, two hours and ten, but I obviously want oh, everyone really? to win, so let's get it home. Uh, Joe Pride is listening this morning, of course, uh, with Charlton tomorrow, and he just... Um Looking for an assistant trainer around the place. He'd love you to come out to Warwick Farm one morning and uh, clock a few, clock a few, and have a bit of a chat about this. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was uh, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. But no, look, I know they went back from the gate the other day, but they walked and he was good again late. Um, yeah, they've just got to use his speed there tomorrow. Is the tab putting up a market on the time for Hurls to do his work? I, I just want this. I just want this multi to get I'm up. I'm not going to have to worry for about for no it. other reason. 
that we're not uh, actually talking about this ever again. <laughs> exactly. It won't be happening. It won't be happening. What's the dividend again? Three dollars twenty-five. Is it still open? It still is open, but we're getting pretty close to the limit. So get on if you are interested and want to collect. Uh, race one, number seven, Portarosa. Race six, number six, Banjo. Race seven, number one, Remark. And race eight, number three, Aft Cabin Sports. And today's offers: we can go. Uh, you're getting three twenty-five maximum bet, fifty dollars. Yeah, be quick because it's just about sold out. Pronunciation: Aft Cabin. Now, man tells us they're Aft Cabin, as in uh, you don't want to be too daft about things so aft cabin is uh, is the pronunciation thank you brad thank sky you sky one you. for the day yeah looking forward to it bring it on yeah oh, what's your best for melbourne day. before you go uh Good no thing down there no not really uh i just i had a little speck at one in the last uh turbo race nine number five at the around 20 to one hope that track dries out a bit doesn't sound like it though sounds like it's um well it sounded like it was about a five or a six so yeah another front coming through mark hunter mm. was saying earlier so oh, do oh. your form for at least a soft five by the sounds of things anything yeah. in brisbane no i, I like trifling there last week we've got the cash there thankfully but oh, a uh, nice win too actually yes but no no um anything at braidwood no but i have looked around i always look around everywhere i can on a saturday there's always good opportunities out wide mark, mark hunter found one at kyneton race three number five it was nine dollars earlier i'll tell you what it is race now. Uh, race three number race three number five it was nine dollars uh, uh, we have paul and rizzoli standing by guys so we better better race wind this up three number five luna luna yeah nine dollars still nine dollars mm-hmm. okay there you go there's mark hunter's out wide this morning okay Thanks, Brad. Thanks, guys. We'll chat during the week. Cheers. Good man. Anything else to add, Hurls? Yeah, races one to six today at Ramwick Sandown and Eagle Farm. You'll get a bonus bet back up to $50 if your horse runs second or third. It applies to your first fixed odds win bet using your tab account. The Jockey's Challenge, $1.10 J-Mac today, so he is very short. We do have a uh, special there today. With today's offers, uh, and you'll see J Mac to ride three or more at dollar eighty, four or more four dollars, and five or more at twelve dollars, and the multi has sold out. Thanks, Hurls. See you morning. We'll do it again. I'll see you during the week. Yeah, good man. Andrew Hurley, Brad Davidson, Darren Flindell. Thank you, guys. Short break here, I think, on Racing HQ Saturday. Paul Ambrosoli, the Debordley quiz on the other side. Brain tumor, migraine. Dementia. Have you Dementia. or someone you love Dyslexia. been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Epilepsy. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Since the start of 2016, English Classic graduates have won races such as the Everest, Melbourne Cup, Golden Slipper, Blue Diamond, Randwick Dinnies and Lightning Stakes. The 2023 Classic Catalogue available now at english.com.au. Sale at Riverside, February 12 to 14. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Randwick, Sandown and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app.
Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's on website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. It's Cheval Grand. Cheval Grand goes on and wins the Japan Cup. The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. If you want to experience the best racing action in the heart of Australia, Alice Springs Thoroughbreds is your number one destination. Get your team together and head to Pioneer Park for the very best that the Red Centre has to offer. Territory Racing, be part of it. This is Racing HQ with Richard Haynes on Sky Sports Radio. Lovely to have you with us uh, and back to normal transmission as we say hello to Paul and Rizzoli. We're 10 minutes late for you, Paul. Uh, Paul, I'm very, very sorry, but back to some kind of normality. Yeah, that's okay. By the way, yeah, it's only 10. That's good. That's good. I thought it was later <laughs> than that. I thought it was later than that. Good morning to you and good morning, everybody. Uh, I just heard somebody talk about Braidwood a minute ago. Your mate and mine, Dilly Dally Dale Walker, will be calling the races down there today. That's uh, his hometown. And uh, they have a good card on down there today. But look, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking at the question this morning. This was where you can win a twin pack of uh, Windy Peak wine uh, from the famous De Bortley stable of wine winners. And this morning's question, well, I don't know. Uh, my research, my assistant's research master, Simon Harrison, said, I haven't got a B clue. And <laughs> when I asked him the question, he said, I haven't got a clue. So here you go. Eyes down for a full house. I am racing today in Melbourne at Hillsdale and there are no clues needed for my name as I'm about to give it to you right now. I am called three and fourpence. I think I'm the bottom weight in the last race, which is, for our younger audience, a term indicating old money called shillings and pence. Our new money is known as dollars and cents. Now, the answer this morning is required in old money. But if I had $2, how much would I have to spend to have three and fourpence change? That's the question. If I had $2, how much would I have to spend to have three and fourpence change? Right? That's going to eliminate a number of people. If it eliminated Simon straight away... He's, you know, I, you, you, I'm not going to tell you what he said about you, Richard. He said, no, Richard, no, he's old. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there you go. But when I saw three and four, months, and I thought, well, there, there's, there's something. And when you start talking about the old money, the new money, honestly, it makes me appreciate and realise the fabulous value that you do get out of the Windy Peak Range of De Bortley. There are six wines in the reds. There's the Pinot Noir, a Shiraz, and a Cabernet Sauvignon. In the whites, there's a Chardonnay, the Pinot Grigio, and a Sauvignon Blanc. Now, the prices that they make these wines for is quite extraordinary when you get such a quality wine at such an inexpensive price. I mean, today, with your best girl, you can be sitting on the patio, 
if she likes a white wine. There's the Pinot Grigio or the Chardonnay, if she's something like something a little bit sweeter, which the Femme Fatales sometimes do, then try the Sauvignon Blanc. Sitting there, having whatever you like delivered to you, something nice on the table, and just enjoying Australia, because it is the greatest country in the world, and we have uh, an, an Italian of over 100 years of age making us the great Australian wine. That is uh, the DeBortley crew, and uh, this time it's Windy Peak at a very, very sensible price, and it's a great wine. I don't know whether we'd have an answer for this straight away. Have we got an answer? Yeah, we do have a winner. And this this horse, in fact, um, race nine, number 15, Mark Hunter's tipping this horse. Is so he? I'm pretty sure. I think he's put this horse on top. And Mark from Newcastle has answered correctly. Mark well, from I was, Newcastle. I was wrong. I thought, I thought a couple of our good winners from the city area would get it because I thought they'll be right on the ball here. It's not an easy question because... Mark from, where'd you say, Mark from Newcastle? Yeah. Mark from Newcastle, I think, won recently. I'm not sure. Anyway, that's good. Good on you, Mark. Uh, the first thing you've got to realise, if you wanted an old money, the answer to the question is 16 and 8. 16 shillings and 8 pence. Did you get that, uh, Richard? Seriously? Or didn't you try? I didn't try, but I wouldn't have nailed it, I don't think. Yeah, yeah well, see, $2. Well, how, much is, how much is $2 worth in old currency? You're asking no. me. Yeah, I'm asking I you. I was a twinkle in the old man's eye when this currency was happening. Well, and we're going to be going to a cashless society soon. <laughs> 65, 66, aren't we? I, I, heard, I heard on the radio during the week yeah. from from your friend who does um, a 2GB radio show from 9 yeah. to midday yeah. that the one-cent coins, it, it's been... What did uh. he say? Did he say at least... Maybe thirty years since they've been phased out of production, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. So I'm talking of Mr. R. Hadley. Yeah, I know. I know Hadley's there. So that's I don't know. No, I'm sure he he said it. I heard him say it, but it was thirty years. So I suppose yeah, currency currency moves on, and different generations know about. uh, That's right. Different denominations. Different denominations. I I made a point to I made a point to Hadley's the other day. I said. You know, you go to the races now and you want a cup of coffee or anything like that, you you pay, you don't have cash, you pay for it by card. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, there, there's just, you, that, that's just it. And he wrote back and said, he said, I don't have, nobody will accept cash off me these days. He said, uh, the only cash I use is on the golf club because they won't. <laughs> the mates won't accept tap and go. <laughs> mm, well, it's the, uh, the world, we, li- the world we live in. About that. Uh, for five minutes, but no, it's, it's quite true. I, you know, one cent and two cent coins, and five cent. I mean, how many times, how many five cent coins can you, you get these days? You know, no. it's uh, yeah, it's it's being phased out, and of course, I think decimals come in what sixty five or sixty six. It was in the it was in the beginning of the year, January or February of sixty five or sixty six. I generally say sixty five, and I'm generally wrong, so we'll say it's sixty six. Um, so, yeah, so it's a, it's a long while ago. So good mm. on you, Mark. The answer was 16 shillings and 8 pence, and $2 is worth a pound, and uh, a pound uh, was um, uh, 20 shillings. So if you had if you spent 16 shillings and 8 pence, there were 12 pence to the, uh, to the shilling, uh, you, would have, uh, you would have wound up with, the, you know, with the 3 and 4 pence in change. Very good. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So there you go. So this morning, Mark has been able to configure that very, very quickly. So he's obviously a very clever bloke 
who obviously worked on the bag with a bag with a bookmaker in the old and had all the trouble in the world changing. Thank you, Richard. It's been wonderful talking to you this morning. Good on you, Paul. Have a good Mark week. Mark wins a twin pack. Now you go to the races and enjoy yourself or go home and put your foot up and have a glass of Windy Peak, OK? Will do. Good man. Catch you on the roundabout. Thank you very much indeed. Good morning, all. Paul Ambrosoli. Well done to Mark from Newcastle. There's some debordly wine heading your way. And we are heading to Morfordville in South Australia. There is a, a nine-race program to be decided, I think, on the park circuit here. Tracks a good four, and Peter Ellis has done the form. He joins us as always. G'day, Pete. Hello, Richard. How are you? Not bad. Not, not, not a bad little program. Getting some uh, some good horses back in work for a carnival just around the corner. Yeah, not, not that far away because the Adelaide Cup in uh, March and then the, the big group one race is sort of um, late April, early May. So something to look forward to. But it's quite a decent program. Look, a favourites day. A couple of value runners. But overall, I think horses in the market will be winning. Let's dive in. Let's go to race number one. We start off with the two-year-olds here at the 1,000 metres. And uh, number two, uh, uh, Dubonenko is $1.95. Number four, Bell Sonnet. Uh, on debut, 3.30. Christabel, number six, first start at, uh, at 3.70. And Harleen, the ruffy of the four, at $9.50. But uh, Dubonenko, $1.95 here for race one. Yeah, he's got the form on the board. Chris Beag's got two of the runners that have that have raced and then there's two first starters. Dubonenko, was, was, three runs have all been really good. I uh, wasn't disgraced at... Uh, Plemington and that group three on Oaks Day and went to Ballarat, probably wasn't suited by the track there and uh, run a really good third. So an on debut at the bridge which blew home when uh, went fourth over the 900. So I've got it on top, got the stable mate to danger. So dominant win on debut at the bridge and then went to Flemington over the carnival on Oaks Day and just disappointing there, just found the class too strong. And then you got Christabel, one of the Macca boys, a filly from that stable and uh, Bell Sonner, one of Tom Dominic's making the trip from Warnable, but I'm with the two to be three, six, and four. Race two, three-year-old maiden set weights, twelve fifty metres. Open market number eight, Carada, four dollars eighty. Two, Captain Julian, five dollars. Rose Ring number fourteen's on debut at five fifty. Uh, Quit uh, Quitpo Kiss is at six fifty, and Lotto Fight seven dollars. Can you sort them out here, Pete? In race two. Yeah, like Carano, it's uh, been runner up as past two. They, that's off a short break and just powered home there at Strath uh, <coughs> over the 1200s. I think the 1250 suits. One of Chris Biggs, you've got a first starter here. It's uh, well in the market. Uh, Rose Ring, I've got it as a danger. Captain Julian's trial well. Failed at his only run. That was back in October, but it's obviously improved since. And uh, one of $17 or so, Lucia Maria. Um, picked up late ground there at the bridge off a break over a. Uh, over the thousand extra hundred and fifty suits, so I'll be including it in my uh, tries and first fours. So I'm eight, fourteen, two, and twelve. On to race three we go. Benchmark seventy two over the mile and a half. Number five, Rebel Lee, two dollar fifty favourite. Number three, Dala Max at three eighty. Number one, Tara Mansour, four forty. Wolf Prince at seven dollar fifty chance, and Gamork at nine dollars fifty for race number three, Pete. Yeah, I think Serration too. I think Dale Max looks the one. He's got a great record in SA and battle on well behind Bundle of Fun with Ed Gawler last time. Bundle of Fun went and won the Strath Cup last uh, Sunday. Rebel Lee was in fantastic form, won three on the trot, and then went to Gawler last start, went in the market and just got lost on the turn. Run last, but certainly better than that. Uh, Terra's, what's, what's, what are we? Terra Manor's more, uh, Terra Mamzor. Um, 
sort of lost its way after showing good early potential run third in the water in a Benigo Cup actually so it's had a couple of runs back from a break might improve and uh, Wolf Prince uh, was okay first up it'll improve over this trip but pretty keen on the three to beat five one and four Race four we go to now a benchmark 64 at 1950 metres the journey and number three perfect illusion is there at four dollars number eight Kashaka at four sixty four Eagles forever five dollars Dixie Whistler at five dollars and Grinzinger Ali six dollars fifty another open market Peter for race four yeah I like Kashaka particularly if you get each way odds uh, she's certainly knocking on the door I just didn't get round the turn there at. Uh a Gawler last, our previous effort at the same course was very good behind the improving disagreeable miss. Dixie Whistler hit a purple patch of form last prep, so two runs back, okay first up. Last out of lead and got bumped in the straight, so I'm happy to overlook that. Ring Zingarelli, ex-Victorian, was a nice uh, nice fourth there behind Bundle of Undala. Max, that's the right form, a 60 to 1 chance, that day won't be that. This t- today in Eagles... Um, Forever, he's an on-pacer. Stepped up to the 2050 last start and did battle on well when third uh, at Mount Gambia. So I was eight, five, two, and four. Race five out of Morpherville Parks today is a benchmark 82 at over the 1400 metres. Number five, Saskatoon, is two dollars thirty and a pretty dominant favourite. Number three, Black Bolt, four sixty. Two, Zula, is a five dollar chance. Zoist at seven dollars and Alzwa at eight dollars. But Saskatoon. $2.30 favourite here for race five. Yeah, I'm just with Zulo to overturn the favourite. Picked up nice ground first up and resuming behind uh, Larimer Street. Did run a close second in the Balaclava Cup last prep. This last whim actually was at Morphill on the Park Circuit there over the 1400. Saskatoon, you can't knock its form. Uh, probably found the mile at Tad Parle in place behind the informal Lacrima. Was a winner at the bridge over 1400 after a win in the Park Circuit. Black Bolt uh, just found the stable mate too good there at Packenham last start. Uh, and Zoist uh, was outclassed at Sandown behind Morsefold has pranked that form certainly better suited back in uh, in SA I'm 2 5 3 and 1 Race 6 is the first leg of the quaddy a benchmark 76,000 metres number 4 Alpha Flight is resuming here and is a $2.40 favourite 6 Silver on Red $3.40 fighting McLaren $5 and so is Cumin there at $5 but Alpha Flight can uh, can this horse get away to the right start for the autumn peak? $2.40 favourite. Yeah, it's probably a bit short for me, Richard. I think those four you mentioned have all got strong chances, of course. He's only a three-year-old. He's got a great record in SA. He's had the seven stars there, three wins, four minor placings. Last run was a Flemington over the carnival. Finished midfield behind Rousseau. Wasn't disgraced there after sharing this, the pace. So I think Fighting McLaren's a legitimate danger. He's a solid sprinter. He's fitted for a couple of runs by a break and he's down in grade. Silver on red was a huge run at the valley there behind uh, Boss Lady Rocks. And then last start of the bridge just wide and the run wasn't bad when third. And Human, uh, another one was posted wide there at the bridge behind Morialta. Did uh, leave throughout at Morville prior to that, so it's a chance. But a uh, good race to kick off the quaddy. Four, three, six and five. Race seven, the Tab Adelaide Cup Day, Monday, March 13. Be here before we know it. A benchmark 68, 15, 50. Number one, Yulong Patrol is a $2.70 favourite. Number seven, Whiskey and Women, 310. Eagle Lude, Tab number five at 460. And number three, Dominus, $7.50 for race seven here, Pete. Yeah, I like pretty keen on New Long Patrol. Back to Adelaide. He, uh, he won there two runs ago, sat out the back and dashed away for an easy win. It wasn't disgraced at Mawarnable in a, bench, a strong benchmark 78 there at one of them Sunday programs. So I'm happy to go with him. Whiskey and Woman, 
I was hoping she could win last week at a bit of a price, but she just keeps finding one better. She's been a minor place getter a past three after a win at Balaclava. She's a good chance again. Uh, Eagle um been racing well in that 1,500 to 1,600-metre distance range. And Ob, uh, Ob, where are we? Or, or Redos. Um, Port Lincoln train Gallop has had two metro runs of late and they've both been OK, so I'm happy to go with it. Just a chance. I'm one, thought it was one of the bets of the day to beat seven, five and three. Race eight, we go to a benchmark 64,000 metres. $3.90 favourite is tab number two, our Heidi. Number one, Larkham's at $5. Four, Jazeb, six fifty. dollars uh, Quiati, number five, is also six fifty. And the race tab number seven is a seven dollar chance. Dantry resumes here at eight fifty. Our Heidi, a three ninety favourite for race eight. Yeah, pretty keen. I know she's back in form. She was an impressive winner first up at Morpeel. Last start of the bridge, just got run down by Morialta, who's very progressive, and the track was suiting sort of swoopers at that time of the day, so that was a negative for her. I've got her on top, like, and the, the danger just found the pace too hot there at Sandown. Previous Adelaide runs were good, were a couple of seconds. Uh, cutie, um, unlucky first time and a big price there for the new stable there at the bridge went second. And you see, uh, a little bit disappointing the other day, Gawler, but the previous form was good. So, um, two, one, five, and four. Ninth and last we go to now. We finish off with a benchmark 70, 12, 50 metres. Number one, Secret War. $4 favourite. Number five, Lafargue at 4.20. Tiny Tradition, the 10, 480. Then we get out to $9 about number six, Big Sue. But Secret War, the favourite in the last. Yeah, I think Lafargue will start favourite. It's been thereabouts in much type of grade in uh, in Victoria. Uh, it was a six to Warspole. That was uh, in a midweek program at Sandair. Warspole's come out and won and run second since. The last start in the strong race of Fleming was very good. Just sat on the speed and just tied late. So uh, this looks perfect. Uh, Secret War, he's, he's in form. You can't knock him. He's an on-pacer. Seems to run his best race as a gawler where he's trained. Big Sue's first up. They're very reliable. I'm including her and fixated uh, so the four runs for Tom Dabernick, the last two, a second at Tarang was a really good and then went to Panola and got the money, so it's a chance. But pretty keen on the five, five to be one, six and four. It's the best on the day, Peter. I thought uh, we'll finish off, I thought our Heidi, but we, I reckon we could back the last three winners. Richard, race seven, number one, the Yulong Patrol, race eight, number two, our Heidi, and race nine, number five, Lafargue. So we'll try it all up there and see what happens. Well played. Let's see what happens. Good on you, Pete. We'll speak next Saturday. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. All the best. Peter Ellis there, all the Adelaide tips and selections. Thank you for those on the text line here. February 14, 1966, decimal currency started. Vince from Arncliffe, cash is King Richard. Don't deny that. And, uh, yeah, hi, Richard. Australia got decimal currency 14th of February, 1966, when Paul was only 44. So uh, thank you for those who are texting through. Well done to uh, our man who won the, the wine a little earlier and the, the question around decimal currencies and that kind of thing. Short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Tim Owen's not far away with um, how the uh, TAB team think the day will go at Ramwick with trading places. Ba- uh, break and back with more. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Australian Test cricketing great Dave Warner. Good morning. The Indian Test Series, and this is is massive. We were talking about this the other day with a few of the guys that were there in 2016. We practice so much about spin when you go over there, but a lot of the wickets were falling to the fast bowlers. You know, you get that reverse swing, you get the up and down variation. Our fast bowlers are going to play a crucial role. You're not going to have anything tougher, mate, than Boxing Day, the 200 and the condition <laughs> you finished up in. The good thing is that the boundaries are not as big as the MCG. 
5G and the outfield's a lot faster, so there won't be as much running, but if you hit the gaps in you, you hit the ball out the middle of the bat, you won't have to do too much running, that's for sure. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend, Sunday mornings on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Country racing at its finest on show at the Mudgee Race Club Sunday the 19th of February with the New Haven Park Country Championships. An exciting race program, fashions on the field with fabulous prizes and country hospitality like no other. With the NRL Charity Shield football match on the Saturday and the country championships on the Sunday, this is the perfect weekend in Mudgee for lovers of sport, racing and a great time. Tickets available now, 123ticks.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Betfix Todd's on races 1 to 6 at Randwick, Sandown and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. West is best. Don't miss the next superstar to emerge from Western Australia at the Perth Yearling Sale at the state-of-the-art Magic Million Swan Valley Complex on February 23 and 24. Recent graduates of the sale include Group 1 winners Portland Sky and She's a Belter plus crack Hong Kong sprinter Sight Success. The 2023 catalogue features 327 outstanding lots by 79 individual sires, from local champions to Australia's best. For more information and to view the catalogue, visit magicmillions.com.au G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. The best thing about our pies is the deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling which is bursting with flavour. Plenty of flavours to choose from, like lean beef, curry beef, sausage rolls. We even have junior pies that you can give to the whole family. Find us in the Coles and Woolworths chilled meals section. And if you can't find us, ask for us by name. Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. On Racing HQ, Trading Places with Tab Trader Tim Owen. Yeah, time to find out how the Tab will play Ramwick today. It's a good four, rails at eight metres. It's a really good day of racing here. What's Our first race is just 47 minutes away. The two-year-olds in the Lonroe Plate saw a bit of vision there. If you're going to the races today, Chris Waller and, and Annabelle Neesham sending out some of their big horses for track gallops, I think, after race one there today. So uh, another added bonus. You want to see some proper horses working between the races, you'll be able to do that at Ramwick today. Tim Owens joining us from the tab. G'day, Tim. G'day, Richard. Thanks for having me on. Any time. How's business been on this meeting this morning? Yeah, not too bad, Richard. Uh, a few movers either way. Um, there's been a few plungers from earlier, the we- earlier in the week as well. So we'll have to see how they go. Let's uh, let's get into it and uh, grab your thoughts on these uh, on these runners and these races and where we are where we are with them. Race one is the Dali Lonro Plate. In fact, just before we get going, I'm just going to go through some changes of tactics. Um, race two, number ten, Watty goes if begins well to settle more forward with the option to lead. Race five, number three, Rupertar to settle forward and pretty wild race five number four pretty wild to be ridden with cover race six number six banju to settle further forward with the option to lead and race six number seven night of power to settle more forward and race eight number nine toronomica if begins well 
to settle further forward. So we'll knock those over now, and if any others come through during this segment, we'll certainly pass them on because now's the time. But the Lonro played here, uh, Tim, we have Sicilian 260 favourite, number nine. Number three, Mexico 330. Five, Madeira Sunrise, $5. Porta Rossa at $7.50. We'll give you the other two. Torfik Star, $15. Miss Belgium for Norm Gardner and co at $26. So Sicilian a $2.50 favourite here. I'll tell you what, the... Uh, Chantel's in the yard t- uh, in the yard today with Corey Brown. That that might be one of our better guides here. Just how these two-year-olds look and parade. Yeah, it certainly is always important in two-year-old races the parade, Richard. So we could see some moves once they uh, enter the ring. But in this race, we're reasonably happy to keep Sicilian safe. We just think with those changes of tactics you mentioned, Richard, uh, a lot of the trainers sending their horses further forward. We think that's the place to be today, so we're happy to keep a lot of those horses safe. One of those is Sicilian, who we think from gate one should lead them up. Off the back of some trials, trial should be hard to beat. Um, the booking of J-Mac on Madeira Sunrise is interesting, but we weren't particularly enamoured with her trials and think she has to get out from that $4, $4 mark. She's already eased out a touch this morning. But um, we're happy to continue pushing her out until uh, punters have a bit of a bite at her. Mexico has been the one back this morning, 3.16 into 3.30, trialling sharply for this run. And on the basis of that, you'll think he'll be forwarding up here. Um, he could firm up further from that $3.30. We'll just have to wait and see. Rightio, race two we go to now. Benchmark 78 over the mile. Number four, Cosmic Minerva, $2.50. Banana Queen there at two eighty. They come away from five. Lekvart, $6. Festival Dancer, eight fifty. And uh, African Daisy, an $8.50 chance. Give you water goes there at $23, uh, Tim, for race number two. Yeah, another small field here, Richard, where tactics probably will prove crucial. Banana Queen should go forward from the outside gate, but with the rise in weight here, we have to think she's under the odds at around that $3 mark, now 280 actually. So we're happy to take her on with that rise in weight. She meets the likes of Lekvart three kilos worse off from that last start win. And it could be argued Lekvart was a little stiff there, so I just think she's too short of the price. We feel that scratchings this morning play into the hands of Cosmic Minerva, Smaller field should allow her to settle a little closer. J-Mac jumps on board for the first time, so there's a couple of boxes ticked there. At 250, probably not a whole lot of value left in her, but I don't think punters will get a whole lot better, Richard. Um, don't think this is a two-horse race by any means. There has been some money around for African Daisy at $9, who did beat the favourite last start, so that $9 could be a bit of value. Okay, let's push on to the third race on the day. The midway here, benchmark 72 at the mile. Open market sees number seven, Healthy Beauty, as a $4 favourite. Number two, Dr. Evil in the mix again at 480. Miss Lenore, been popular amongst the tipsters today at $4.80. Love the Invasion. Think Duff's with Love the Invasion at $6. And Carolina Fire, a $7 chance. Real Peace breakthrough the other day. Might be able to go and do it again, Real Peace, at $10. An open market for race three, the midway. Yeah, it certainly is, Richard, and we think it's a bit more of an open race than the market even suggests at the moment. We've seen this favourite healthy beauty uh, drift out this morning from sort of that 360 mark out to $4. Uh, we think she'll continue to drift, just not sure on the 
uh, depth of that Canberra and Goulburn form she has and also likely to get back a bit from the gate. So we're happy to take on the favourite Healthy Beauty. The one we're looking to keep safe here, Richard, is the, the bottom weight Carolina Fire. We bet bigger odds about her during the week, but we're cuddling her now at that $7. From gate one, she looks the most likely leader here and gets in with a postage stamp on her back for Jay Ford. With a good win, a last start, and both some form behind Banana Queen, which bodes well for midway grade, we feel. Um, some money around for Miss Lenore this morning, but with her likely to get back, we'll have to wait and see whether this dries up as the day progresses. Uh, the first two races could be important for her chances. Let's go to race four at Randwick today. This is the Tab Highway, Class 3, over the 1,200 metres. Another open market has 16 Iron Will, $4.60 favourite. Number 11, Super Extreme, $6. Preemptory, $7.50. Number 12, Clever Art, $8. Sapito Beauty sits there at $8. And again, some of these horses at bigger odds talked about this morning. Any firm thought from the Tab on race four, the Tab Highway? Yeah, it's, it's certainly another interesting highway this week. Uh, Iron Will, as you mentioned, is our favourite. Has been best back this morning. Was five dollars now four sixty. He should have the speed. Has drawn wide here, but should have the speed to overcome that. And is running an above average highway. We felt last start was full of merit. Not a lot of money around for anything else here this morning, Richard. So we're happy to keep him safe at that four sixty mark. And it wouldn't surprise to see him continue firming a little there because he's been the best back this morning. Uh, we posted Super Extreme, our favourite, earlier in the week. But in hindsight, probably put him up a little short. He seemed to have every chance last start. And it's tough to say where he'll find himself from gate nine today. So he's another one that we're happy to keep let, continue drifting out until uh, punters have a crack at him. Pre- preemptory has been well backed all week from... $21 all the way into $750. we are happy to respect the money there, given she's, uh, that horse is deep in the red for the tab book at the moment. Okay, let's go to race five today. And this is a benchmark 78 over the 1,300 metres. Number four, Pretty Wild. She's a pretty clear $3.30 favourite as well. Number three, Rupertar, $6. Sonora, $6 chance. And again, at $6, Super Bright is there as a $7 chance as well. But Pretty Wild, three thirty favourite right now for race five at Randwick. Yes, um, has been jumping around in little in price this morning pretty wild. Uh, sort of was that uh, touched as much as 380. A few punters snapped that up. Now back into $3.30. We have to think she's under the odds at that quote, Richard. Um, we don't think Connections will try leading on her to get again today, as you said, to be ridden with cover, which means from her gate she could be back and wide, which I don't think is the place you want to be today. I think this is an example of the JMAC tax most likely, Richard, that so often mentioned. Um, if he wasn't on her, I feel like she'd be more like a five to six dollar chance. So it wouldn't surprise me if she gets back out to that three eighty or even four dollars plus late in betting. Uh, the one we're looking to keep safe here is Anagen. Uh, been well back this morning and currently seats deep in the red with the tab book. We know the Joe Pride stable is flying at the moment and this horse hasn't had a lot of luck at its past couple. So we're happy to respect that smart money for her this morning and keep her on the safer side. Okay, on to race six we go at Ramley today. The Drinkwise Mile, uh, Banju, Lyle Chandler, uh, Chandler, gee, Lyle spoke well this morning. Uh, knows his horse is clearly and knows all about this horse and punters like him. $1.90, Solcombe is three forty. 
Double figures, no compromise. $11, Love Tap 13, Beaufort Park 13. Uh, a race in two, the betting says. What are the tab thinking here? Yes, it was a tricky race for us to assess this one on Wednesday, Richard. And the betting certainly suggests we may have been a little off when posting this market. We actually posted Solcombe as a 2.30 favourite. But just, uh, you know, we were very... It was very difficult to assess his chances here over a mile. Obviously, his only run here is over 2,600 metres. We thought with J-Mark on board there, you know, might be punters might be keen on him, but there's been no money at all from Richard. Now out to $3.40, and that drift is showing no signs of stopping. So uh, basically, we're happy to take our medicine and admit this, we got this one wrong, and we're happy to let Solcombe drift out until we get a decent wager on him. Uh, Banjo, as you mentioned, officially off the map, $4 and now into that $1.90 quote. Obviously gets close to 10 kilos off the favourite and likely to have a decent advantage on the map as well. He's ran the figures of a black-type horse that is past two, so safe to say we did get this race very wrong. And good luck to anyone that uh, got on him at the overs. Not much value now at $1.90, but I doubt punters will get any better with the cash we've seen for him this morning, Richard. So basically this race, we're happy to take our medicine and uh, admit we got it wrong, as we sometimes do. Um, and we're not looking to push Banjo out, despite the fact we had a bigger price earlier in the week. And good luck to those who took advantage. It's, uh, exactly, it's, part, it's part of it. It's part of it. Still have to have the race run of one and we'll see what happens. Race number seven, first leg of the quaddy. Great little sprint here. Benchmark 94,000 metres. Remark 370. Uh, number 10, Cote 380. Challenging strongly. Quick tempos right there at 440. And a mat. There's much love for Animat this morning. He's a good horse on his day. 650, Dragonstone 11, Sebenak, Duff was Sebenak, $11. And Fortson Ninny, plenty of sentiment with her today at $21. Uh, Remark 370, uh, Cote breathing right down Remark's neck here, Tim at 380. Yeah, and these two have flipped around a little this morning, Richard. Uh, about 15 minutes ago, Cote was favourite, and now back to Remark. The one we're favouring of the two and happy to keep safe is Cote. Just with that weight advantage of 10 kilos off the favourite, I think he's a progressive three-year-old and should have a map advantage over the favourite as well. Um, if he can find the front or somewhere near it, with that 52 kilos, he'll take a lot of catching, we think. And with that, we are happy to take on Remark. Although probably the class runner, the 62 kilos is a big impost to overcome. Trials have been sharp, but not sure he is good enough to give uh, some handy progressive three-year-olds like your Cotes and Sebenak 10 kilos, particularly given he's likely to be uh, further back than them in the run. Uh, the other one is Quick Tempo, probably best back throughout the week, but this has dried up a little this morning, but is holding up his, is holding his place at that 440. Good race. It's a really good race, that seventh of the day. Let's go to race eight. This is our feature. The Fujitsu General Eskimo Prince Stakes Group 3 three-year-olds, 1,200 metres. Aft Cabin, $2.25. And the favourite, Zoo Tiger, 360. Osipenko has been firm at that 650 and been better priced. A Jarden there at $8.50. Out to Communist, who a few people have been talking about this morning at bigger odds. But Aft Cabin, a 225 favourite for the feature here, Tim. Yes, Richard, and at the short price today, we are happy to take off Cabin on and we're going to make him our lay of the day. 
was obviously one of the boom three-year-olds of the spring, but we're just not condemned convinced by the depth of some of that form in Melbourne, with most of those coming out of his Guineas prelude win, uh, going around big odds and being well beaten when going in the better races. Further, he's been beaten at his only two attempts over the 1,200 and at his only attempt, the Sydney way of going. So at that short price today, we're happy to risk him and think he could get towards that 250 mark and beyond at the jump. With that, we're happy to keep Zoo Tiger safe at the 360, I think Marquand will look to take up the running and his trial suggests he'll be ready to go here first up. Most likely be ahead of Afcabin in the run. If the track plays as expected, not sure Afcabin will be able to make that ground up. As you mentioned, a few nibbles for Osipenko. If uh, a few horses overdo it at the front, we know he'll be hitting the line. It's a fascinating race again. Stay with us on Sky Thoroughbred Central and uh, have a good look at these horses in the yard. And uh, you can make a bit of a call as to how fit and forward they looked after cabin lay of the day for the tab. Um, it's just staying with that race briefly, Tim. Uh, it's, you know, the answer, who knows? But, I mean, if he's lay of the day for you, is he... Are you saying, and keep in mind, Tim, you say lay of the day, but gee, was he, people start, if he gets to 240 and the money comes and he's hammered, well, he's going to tighten up again, but just, yeah, keen to see what price you get him out to ultimately. Yeah, well, not too many takers. We've just pushed him out to 225 the last, you know, 20 minutes or so, and not too many takers there. So we might go out a little further and, you know, the next half hour or so, we'll have to wait and see. Okay, just a couple of change of tactics again here, changes of tactics. Race four, number nine, Zaru, to be ridden conservatively, and race 10 at number five, Estero, to be ridden conservatively. They just uh, come through, they've come through in the last minute. Let's go to race nine at Randwick today, and this the tab handicap benchmark 78 1800 meters number four kettle hill 320 number one star sparks 380 wine glass bay firm enough there at 550 mont felicity just gets out to nine dollars again nothing sweet about me might be all ready to go here fourth up at uh, at a 12 dollar chance here kettle hill out to 330 now for race nine tim yes and he is one that we're happy to take on today richard kettle hill uh, just while there has been some excuses in his past couple, we can't help but feel he's been a bit disappointing given his SP in those races. And while he perhaps rises to a more suitable distance here, we couldn't get him anywhere near his current mark of 3.30 and think this is another uh, example of possibly the JMAC tax. Punters, uh, we think, might even get, you know, $4 plus late. The, the one we're happy to keep safe here is the stable mate, Wineglass Bay. He's also rising in distance, but we feel having those two runs at 1,500 metres should be at the right level of fitness now and should also appreciate the bigger circuit here at Randwick. Gets five kilos off the favourite and drawn to possibly settle in the first few, so wouldn't surprise to see him continue to firm from that 550. Star Sparks a bit of a move this morning, uh, 460 into 380. If we see leaders dominating the earlier races, um, we could see him firm up even further, Richard. Okay, let's go to our last of the day here. Finish off race 10, and this is the Petaluma Handicap, benchmark 78, 1,200 metres. Sacramoni, 270 favourite, pretty clear favourite, G. Lindemann into $4.80 now. There's been a little push for him, I'm sure of it. Poker Jack, 750. Lord Markell, good to have Adam on this morning at 850. Munitions, $11. American President, not Pharaoh, at $11. Sacramoni, 270 favourite. 
for the 10th and last. He's probably due here, Tim. It just depends if you want to dive in there today. Yeah, exactly. He is probably due, Richard, but we are happy to take him on at that short quote. Just has We feel he has had his chances in recent runs, and while consistent, I'm not sure he's the sort of horse punters will want to take too short of odds about. So we've seen him drift from 240 after scratching this morning out to 270. It wouldn't surprise me if punters get sort of $3 or more weight in betting. We're looking to keep his stable mate Lindemann reasonably safe at that 480, Richard. Uh, we did bet bigger odds about him uh, during the week, which was a bit of a mistake given looks a progressive enough three-year-old. Uh, the booking of Nash suggests he could be ridden further forward today, and although his better runs are over further, his runs over 1,200 metres at his first prep uh, weren't, were certainly had merit. There has been a move at odds this week for Lord Marco, as you mentioned, had Adam on this morning, coming down from the Gold Coast. Uh, form's a little tough to measure up against these, but we're happy to respect the uh, market moves there, Richard. Okay. Good on you, Tim. As we always say, uh, download your tab app and uh, throw a bit of cash in the account there and, and take you guys on. It's a popular segment as far as pundits just wanting to know what you you may or may not do. And I sort of I'll sort of go a step further in, Tim, and say whatever you tell us now is fine, but, gee whiz, if pundits start hammering some of these horses, markets can change a bit. But it sounds like when it comes to aft cabin, keep watching these tab markets, and you're just going to let these punters on as you, as you want him out that bit. Yeah, that's the plan, Richard. Uh, not too many takers at the 225, so we'll keep easing him out until we get a bite. B230, B240, go on, see what happens. We'll go 2.30 now, Richard. 2.40 probably won't be too far away. Thank you, Tim. Speak next Saturday or in the near future. Thanks, Richard. Cheers, Tim Owens. Any time. Tim Owens from the Tab. It's always good to have a chat and and uh, and grab his thoughts on uh, the Tab's thoughts on what will happen today. That is uh, my contribution for this morning. Big thanks to all of those people who have uh, joined uh, Ron and myself between seven and eight. Jenny Duggan uh, before seven o'clock. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks to all of those who text in or texted in and uh, participated in the behind the gates multi. We'll go again and try and land it today. Good luck to all of those who have taken that bet type. Today. Simon Harrison standing by for the first part of race day. We'll have uh, the best bets for Brett Davis, Phil Roberts, Newcastle, uh, Nicole Thomas with all those movers and so on. The first race from Ramwick is only about 25 minutes away. Next weekend on the 11th of February, it is a big day there at Ramwick. It's English Millennium Day. We'll see a really good group of two-year-olds there in the English Millennium. The Apollo Stakes, the return of some big wait-for-age guns. The Light Fingers, Group 2 for the three-year-old fillies. The Southern Cross for the Brinders, the Triscay Stakes, oh, Autumn is here. Try a Piero, play, uh, Piero play for the two-year-olds. That is a really good meeting at Ramwick next weekend, and it will start at 6.30 with Racing HQ Saturday. I'll see you then. Otherwise, have a great week, have a great weekend, and we'll see you next Saturday morning for Racing HQ. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts, right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Betfix 
best odds on races 1 to 6 at Randwick, Sandown and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. West is best. Don't miss the next superstar to emerge from Western Australia at the Perth Yearling Sale at the state-of-the-art Magic Million Swan Valley Complex on February 23 and 24. Recent graduates of the sale include Group 1 winners Portland Sky and She's a Belter, plus crack Hong Kong sprinter Sight Success. The 2023 catalogue features 327 outstanding lots by 79 individual sires, from local champions to Australia's best. For more information and to view the catalogue, visit magicmillions.com.au. Celebrating the best New South Wales racing, Sky Sports Radio. Good morning, Simon Harrison with you at five minutes to midday. We do have a race from New Zealand, the third at New Plymouth, which is coming up, and they are moving forward. A freeze frame is 210, the favourite there over Islington last at 420. Once we've wrapped up New Plymouth, Brett Davis will join me for Best Bets Morfordville. We'll have Best Bets Newcastle with Phil Roberts at around five after 12, so 10 from now. And then at 10 minutes after midday, Nicole Thomas will join me and we'll take a look at the tab movers for Royal Randwick. But for now, here's the third New Plymouth. Back in for Ellington last, it get out to $5, but now shopping at 4.2. Everything else seems to be going the other way, including Vino Valentino. That money's dried up, so it's about the one, and late mail is the six in the market swings. Thank you very much, 30 seconds away from start time. Uh, I'm marking the one on a top. I think Unleashed is the best of value for you. It's seven out to nine. I think that's a really good price. Uh, senior rider aboard, gate's okay, I think, for these sort of track conditions. Uh, explosive Lash, I think, is a good each way player. A big, big cross if you want to head out to that 26. But 196 and two for me. Bonus back in players that are about to load away. And Love Nest uh, goes forward. Stevie Nix has shown enough. Mm. But I've thought a little bit more of it. Uh, Casada Rose is the one that Tilly mentioned, and yes, does have a bit of ability this, but he's had a couple of issues. Rosie Gibbs does the training uh, out of uh, Waverley. Over start time here, 60 seconds. Just Stevie. Just a little bit hesitant as we see uh, Explosive Lash going forward in. $26 is an over in my particular mind. Two team your favourite for Tiakao. We have uh, some really nice horses across the two venues here in NZ today. Let's take you upstairs. This is the third leg of the week. Okay, thank you, Bevan. Last uh, half the field about to load away now. Stevie Nix uh, is coming up into the gates. $21, the final field. As we continue to load away here, our third of the day, Taranaki Daily News, special conditions made an explosive last and uh, love nest in as Linton Lass is drawn uh, inside uh, gate here. Alongside of it, your favourite freeze frame. Now, Legally Blonde and Mariana Hudson to come up into the gates. Our capital is in, unleashed is in. Third favourite, Vino Valentino, drifting a little bit now to $8. All right, we look good. Brian Clement... 
walking across the line and says you're on your way. Wasn't brilliantly out freeze frame, nor too as Linton Lass. They look to use their draws to recover. Like Capita and Unleashed away quickly here. Explosive Lance is going to land right there and then Stevie next. And now is Linton Lass going through on the inside and right with it is freeze frame. Then Love Nest is improving. Tamburi's alongside of it in the middle and Legally Blonde wider out. Vino Valentino's four out. Back behind those is Piper's son and then Tamburi. Cassidy Rose and more to be written is two lengths further away as they work on down the back of the track and approach the 800 metre turn off the back and La Capita in front, unleashed his second Islington Lass get in a nice run as two freeze frame now Explosive Lass uh, covering a bit of ground behind that then is Stevie Nicks around uh, the next one is Memento and on the inside Love Nest at the 600 Vino Valentino followed back then by Piper's son Legally Blonde, Cazeta Rose tries to pick up from Tamberi and the last is more to be written as they near the corner. La Capita's trying to nick it here. And La Capita around the home corner. About three in front of Unleashed Islington Last. Explosive Last. Freeze frame back in behind these. And then uh, looking to run on is Memento. And Stevie next to La Capita in front. It's two lengths. It's three lengths in front. The Banbury Stable looking to go back to back. Running on now. Freeze frame as two on the inside. Islington Last. But La Capita, two for the home of the Happy Chicken. We'll get it from Freeze frame. And then we'll head on the inside, Islington Lass and Love Nest was tidy fourth back behind them. Then when they've hit it, has been uh, the next one home was Piper's son, Vino Valentino, Tamberi Memento, more to be written, Unleashed, Legally Blonde, Explosive Lass, Cazeta Rose and Stevie Nicks just gets there. So 11, uh, La Capita, big odds, $76.60 and $8.10. Over one freeze frame, one forty. And six Islington Lass at $1.50. Looks like a rough result. Down, but at the line, a capita just enough. It'll be freeze frame in front of Islington Lass, second and third, and the 13 for first four players. Love Nest will be the next of them in. Well, there it is. Chrissy Banbury, good interview earlier in the day here, Bevan Sweeney, and uh, yeah, gave this also just a quiet little wrap as well. It's got the odds, uh, got the job done. $53.90 at 9.30. Thank you very much. Mm, and she mentioned that the horse can jump and put itself there then. It's a lot better than probably the form on paper reads. And nicked it before the corner, as Teeley said in the call, and well, they were getting close to her late freeze frame. Just that's the bridle before the corner. Uh, and then Opie had to sort of come down towards the inside, and similarly with Islington Lass, who has found the line very, very strongly. And La Capita is owned by Tony and Judith. And Tone will be on the lead rein as the source comes back in uh, to picture shot the nearby capitalist out of without exception. Katie Hucock, good result, win one. Start 17, they've been waiting for a while. And they get a good result today at a massive price, 53, I think. Yeah, 76.60 it's paid in New South Wales. La Capita winning that third race there from New Plymouth, New Zealand. In just a moment, uh, Brett Davis and a couple of winners for Morfordville. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. So Morfordville on a good four this afternoon. Brett Davis, uh, hello to you. Hello, Simon. Hello, everybody. Yeah, good four. Bit of rain as I've just driven into the track today, Simon. So hopefully that wasn't uh, a sign of things to come. It's one of those days overcast windy, so there is a chance of a few thunderstorms today. We're on the parks course, rail in the true, so it's basically a fresh, brand-new track 
First time we've raced on the parks for about five or six weeks. Best bets today, Simon. I'm going to go into a tough race for the first best bet. A horse called Captain Julian, race two, number two. I saw this horse trial at Mount Gambia. He's trained out that way. Um, he didn't do a lot first campaign, but he's had three trials actually leading into today, and the last two have been terrific, particularly the last one. Um, he looked really, really sharp, really smart, the way he won his most recent trial at Mount Gambia. Taylor Crowther does a lot of riding for Daryl Dodson. She was aboard in the trial. She's aboard today. It's a race where there's a few unraced and a few going in first up, but he just showed some signs that uh, he could be well above average coming back this time in. I'm going to take the chance. He's an each-way price, about 5 $6 to have fixed. Race 2, number 2, Captain Julian. The other horse, Eagle Lou, race 7, number 5. I've been a fan of his for a while. I think he's always promised to win a city race. Today's benchmark 68 is not that strong. This is his race for me. So they're the two. Race 2, number 2, Captain Julian. Each way you can get him and race 7, number 5, Eagle Lou. Excellent. Thanks very much, Brett. Good calling this afternoon. Thank you, Simon. Have a great day. Brett Davis there calling for Morford Phil. Uh, so New Plymouth numbers were 11, 1, 6 and 13. Let's take in a replay of an interview this morning. Uh, Richard Haynes caught up with jockey Nash Rawilla. Nash Rawilla is joining us for a chat on race morning. Hello, Nash. G'day, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. More importantly, how are you after a recent health scare, I think is maybe the way to put it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really well. Um... Uh, it's a good uh, wake-up call, I guess, just to start looking after myself a little bit better, and you know, um, uh, and um, no, basically, I've been sort of uh, I've got a bit of a warning there without without sort of doing any any real long-term damage, which is I'm very thankful for, and um, yeah, just made the most of. I've had a cigarette since, and had no intention of ever having one again. So that's. That was a one one sort of kick up the bum that sort of pulled me in the line, and hopefully, um, yeah, just look after myself a bit better. Well, sometimes you need a scare to spring you into action, so you've been given the all clear by the doctors, Mash, obviously. Yeah, look, um, you know, I got some. Was very lucky to sort of get put into some top doctors, and and get, you know, been given some great advice. Um, I mentioned yesterday after winning on Singo's horse how um, supportive he was through it. He's, he's obviously had um, had it right through his family over the years and, and um, knew exactly how to handle it and, and helped sort of point me in the right direction. And, and um, yeah, uh, I actually feel better than better than ever right now. So you know, fingers crossed. Beauty. And your weights, your weights in order. You've kept it in order, you know, even though you've had little breaks with suspensions here and there. You, 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 you know, you, it's hard for you, I know, but um, yeah. Um, look, I, I, I've got fifty-six rides today that I've been given an extra kilo for, um, and I, I hope I can sort of ride them a bit lighter than that. But um, yeah, just with me first couple of meetings back, I, I didn't want to sort of be under under the pump too much, but. Um, my weight is good and, and you know, I'm, I'm been working really hard on my fitness as well, behind the scenes. Uh, race 4, Amulet Street. He's a talented bush horse if he's right. There's no no barrier trial to guide us, but he's a talented horse. He is, yeah. Look, he's a horse that um, I sort of hope can get the country championships down the track and kicks off here today. Um, you know, a bit of an awkward draw. And I think he's sort of, to be fair... Um, 
you know, he's better suited with good cut in the ground. Um, but, but this 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 track early in the, in the day should race really well and have a bit of cut out of it, and um, look forward to him kicking off. Uh, Fearnord in race five is uh, fitter for a couple of runs back. Would improve. Yeah, um, just sort of has never really um, been able to sort of get in that rich vein of form where where, where she's kicked on it and put a couple of Saturdays together. But um, you know that could happen any time. Got the ability. Uh, I sort of wrote their last preparation. In a, in, a, in a funny run race where we were sort of held strung right up for a long time and she didn't see daylight till late and flying great. Um, yeah, certainly up to a race like this and, and looks well paced. It's a good, good Saturday event for her to try and, try and pinch fun. Well, your feature rider is Aussie Pinko. You all know he's a, a good colt and his trials are good. I don't know whether you've been on his back, but you'd know him pretty well just looking at him. Yeah, look, he, he's um, got amazing form line behind him and, and you know obviously with Chris's horse is always sort of you know he's always thinking long term so you know from what he's shown us already um, you'd imagine sort of, sort of more been about this preparation than, uh, and the next coming back so um, yeah you know it looks, it looks a terrific race for him to kick off in and, and uh, really looking forward to having a feel of him and uh, Linderman in the last, this race has fallen away a bit here. He's a capable horse and he was very good fresh last preparation. Yeah, and got the good draw to sort of take advantage, you know, um, hopefully a clean getaway and, and, and just sort of, um, you know, I imagine we'd, we'd sort of be just in behind him there somewhere, um, just forward to midfield and, 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 you know, he's getting a nice conservative run and, and hopefully we can just have a bit of a dash in him, mate. Um, and as you say, he has been very effective first up before. Beauty, hopefully you can have a bit of luck today. Yeah, my word. No, it's good to be back. Um, um, and um, really looking forward to the, you know, the, the Autumn Carnival again. And um, even this early in, sort of although I've had no luck sort of with suspensions and, and, and obvious other things, um, yeah, I really feel it's coming together really well, so I'm um, looking forward to it. Nash Rewilla from a little earlier on. It's eight minutes after midday before Nicole Thomas joins us for Tab Movers at Randwick. Uh, we take a look at a couple of winners for Newcastle Racing today. Phil Roberts, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, Simon. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to what is a, a virtually cloudless Newcastle. Beautiful day heading for a top of around the 30-degree mark. Uh, we're on a good four. The rail's out six metres the entire. The rail was out three metres the entire here for the uh, meeting last uh, Saturday and of course we raced Monday on the Beaumont track uh, and we've had a little bit of rain early in the week so it's just topped this track off beautifully. No late uh, news to bring to your attention. My two best and I, I like them today, race four number nine, Satin and Silk. It's only having a, a second uh, start today. She's a two year old filly taking on the older horses. Her only start was a fifth in the gym crack. Only beaten 3.1 lengths on a heavy track. She's had two nice trials getting ready for this. Beaten less than a length in both. Uh, good support was 290 into 240. 
last I looked. And race six, number nine, River Tamar. It's another coming off two recent trials and has only lightly raced. A 1,045 trial winner at Randwick uh, just under a fortnight ago. Third at Hawkesbury prior to going for a break and only beaten 2.2 at Canterbury on debut. Third run today. Resuming over 1,300. That looks to suit. Uh, was 350 out to 370 earlier this morning and then at about 10 o'clock was crunched into $3. So uh, good support there as well. So 4969. Good luck at Newcastle today. Thanks, Phil. Thank you very much. Uh, now Randwick. The first race from Randwick is coming up in a little over 10 minutes. Darren Flindell, good afternoon. Good afternoon, uh, Simon. Beautiful day in Sydney uh, for racing at Randwick. The runners are on the parade in the yard for the first. We're expecting a high of 29 degrees uh, here. And the Darley Lonray play kicks off the car. Just a field of six runners. We've got Mexico now priced at $3.70. Uh, Torfeek Star at 12, Madeira Sunrise 4.40. So this has been pretty easy in the market. We were looking at 3.40 earlier today, 4.40 now. Miss Belgium at 23. Now, Porta Rosa, I'm pleased to see there's some support for her. She was $9 this morning into 8 seven fifty. now to $7. I've loved her trials. And Sicilian's the favourite at 2.40. Did uh, peak at 2.60 about an hour ago, back into 2.40 now. So there's your favourite for race one, Sicilian. Just a bit of other news. James McDonald will be a kilo over on Madeira Sunrise, riding there at 55. In race two, what he goes will be ridden further forward with the intention of leading. In race four, the highways, the rear will be ridden conservatively. In race five, Rupertar to be ridden further forward. And the favourite, Pretty Wild, to be ridden with a bit of cover, whilst number nine, Super Bright, will be using Barrier One to be further forward. In race six, with Banju, uh, given that it's drawn the fence, the intention is to be forward and lead. And Knight of Power is expected to be further the forward today. Move on to race eight, Toronomica, number nine, to be ridden further forward from the outside draw, or one from the outside. Uh, Nashandos Apenko will be a kilo over, and in the last, Nash a kilo over on Lindemann, number 13, and just note that number five, Astero, will be ridden conservatively. I will just add, too, uh, the last time uh, you heard me was calling the last year at Kensington yesterday, Narito was a massive drifter in the in the betting and uh, tailed off at the end. Um, she would bled, uh, Narito. Narito bled there in the last race at Kensington. So I uh, thought I'd just pass on that piece of information for you. In the yard for the first year at Ramwick, back for the call in eight minutes. Thanks, Darren. Uh, Nicole Thomas joins me now and we'll take a look at these tab murders for Ramwick. Uh, Nick, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you, Simon. So two-year-olds in the yard for the Dali Lonro Plate. Uh, what are they backing in race one? Well, Mexico was going to be the market mover, but the money sort of dried up for Mexico with some good money coming for the favourite Sicilian number nine. It's into 240 from an opening 275. Uh, Porta Rosa number seven's also been backed into $7. So good support for those two, but Sicilian, the favourite, I'll make it the market mover. So that's number nine, Sicilian in race one. Over to race number two, this is a benchmark 78 over the mile. Yeah, race number two, Cosmic Minerva has been popular all week, number four. It's been a really nice move inwards. It's moved from $3. We bet that after deductions. It's into two fifty now, so it's clearly the one the punters like. A little bit of money for Banana Queen as well, just into two eighty. But Cosmic Minerva, number four, is our mover. Number four, the push race two over to the third event, the midway here over the mile. Yeah, in race three here, we've got some money for a few runners. So Miss Lenore, number 10, was backed early into 480, and so was Dr Evil. But some really good recent support for Carolina Fire, number 12. It's into $7, and we did open this a much bigger price, about $14, we bet. And also Love the Invasion is a recently supported runner as well, number 5. But I'll go with Carolina Fire, number 12, as our mover. 
So that's number 12 there in the third over to race four, the Tab Highway here over 1,200 metres. Yeah, really good move in at odds for preemptory. Number eight, it's into 750. We bet a big price about this, about $21. So excellent support for it. Also good money for Iron Will, number 16, into 460 from an opening $8. And Clever Art is another one punters like into 850. So some good moves in this race, but I'll go with preemptory. Number eight is our mover. Number eight, over to race five. This one's a benchmark 78 over 1300. Yeah, Grand Remore, number one, it's $15 and it moved inwards from about 26 so it's a roughie that has been supported. Rupertar, number three, it's been backed into $6. That's from an opening nine and, and again, number 10, this is probably the best of them today. It's been popular, $9 into five fifty. So, and again, our market mover. And again, the Bush Race 5, uh, so that is um, number 10, uh, now with Joe Pride. Over to Race 6 and this is the Drinkwise Mile. It's all about Banjo here, number six, a dollar ninety, and we bet four dollars about Banjo and held some really big bets and lots of them. Uh, Solcom opened up the short price favourite, but Solcom number two is a big drifter now to three forty, and all the money is for Banjo number six. Number six, the mover there. That's in race six over to race seven. The first leg of the quaddie is the one thousand metre Yarraman Park handicap. Yeah, again, some money for a few runners in this race, and one of them is certainly Quick Tempo, uh, number six in race seven here. We bet about $8 into four sixty. Cote, number 10. I've noticed some market support for it today. It's just come in from three ninety into three seventy. Decent support for Remark overall, number one as well, and Sebenak, number 11. So four well-backed runners here. Um, I'm going to go with Quick Tempo, though, as the best of them, number six. So number six there, that's in race seven. The second leg of the quaddy is the feature, the three-year-old Eskimo Prince Stakes. Yeah, an interesting betting race here. They're betting around aft cabin number three, the favourite, has drifted from two dollars now two thirty, with money for Sajardin number one into eight fifty. But probably the best backed of them to beat the favourite is Osipanko number five, nine dollars into six fifty, and some money for Zoo Tiger as well number eight. It's four dollars into three fifty. So Osipanko and Zoo Tiger best back to beat the favourite. I'll go with Osipanko number five as our mover. Over to race nine. This is the eighteen hundred metre tab handicap. Yeah, here in race nine, there has been some good money for Kettle Hill. It's drying up a little bit for number four. It got into a shorter price, about three eighty in from four twenty-five overall. Uh, decent money for Wineglass Bay today into five fifty, number fourteen, and Mon Felicity at a price number thirteen. This was about eighteen dollars. It's now into eight. Uh, but what I'm going to go the market mover is actually Star Sparks number one. I've noticed some good support for this runner. It's into four dollars now. We bet about four dollars sixty this morning. So Star Sparks number one-hour mover. Okay, and over to race number 10. The lucky last is the Petaluma Handicap over 1,200. Again, plenty have been backed in the last, but the two best of them, Sacrimony number seven, into 270 from an opening 320. It actually bottomed out about 230. So it is a slight drifter just recently uh, with some very good support for Linda Mann, number 13 in this race. It's now 480 and we bet about $8. So I'm going to make Linda Mann, number 13, our tab mover. 13, Linda Mann in the last. What was the best on the card? Oh, there's been some good movers here. I'm going to go Banjo. It was pretty much a no contest for this one. Race six, number six, holding some big bets now, $1.90. Thanks, Dick. We'll get you back up after this first at Randwick and take a look at the movers for Sandown and Eagle Farm.
Sounds good, Simon. Let's hear from trainer Norm Gardner now. He's got Miss Belgium in the first. OK, that's a look at them as they uh, head out now on this absolutely perfect day at Royal Ramwick. Norm Gardner's made the trip up from Canberra with Miss Belgium, a capitalist filly. You uh, you got a win last start, but that was uh, five weeks ago, Norm. That's right. She had a couple of weeks to pay. Um, we were looking at the Magic Millions race, but we realised that she probably wasn't going to get a run. So we give her a bit of a break. Our main aim is the Black Opal, and this is just a, a run along the way. OK, how's she going to run today? I think she ran really well. Um, she, her work has been first class, and um, I'll be very disappointed if she doesn't um, run really well. And she's got a bit of speed too. She has. We probably won't lead today. I think we'll try and get a bit of cover with her, but um, I'll leave up to Tyler anyway. All right, good luck. Thanks, Craig. There's uh, Norm Gardner with an outsider in the field, the Canberra filly, uh, Miss Belgium. You've heard from Michael Friedman, and now you're about to hear from Corey Brown. I really like number five, Madeira Sunrise. Uh, just love the way this horse has been trialling. It gets right behind the speed. Got a great turn of foot once exposed. James McDonald takes the ride, and you don't very often see James McDonald when he's got a few choices, uh, make the wrong one. I am five, nine, three and seven. I'm staying with her as well, although I'm a bit nervous. I could easily have swapped to the favourite here, but I'll stick with her. She, she's paraded well enough. Um, I thought the trials were great. It's just a matter of we haven't had a chance to see what uh, she's had underneath the bonnet. I'm trying to read it. I think she's got a couple of lengths up the sleeve. So, so the map looks quite nice for here. I could have easily switched to the favourite Sicilian. By gee, she paraded well. Look at that. She's got a lovely skin on her, so relaxed and ready to rumble. No doubt in the wide, wide world she's going to be very hard to catch. Nothing wrong with Mexico. He's big and strong and well. And Puerto Rosa, uh, she's still got a little bit of furnishing to do, but uh, she stayed rock solid in the market here at, at $7. I'm 5, 9, 3 and 7, Don. Money OK, so they are down at the start here. Now, with the uh, the latest fixed odds, Sicilians 260 to 250 Mexico 340 out to $4, Madeira Sunrise 380 to 440 and the move here, Porto Rosa, has been eight fifty into six dollars and fifty cents. Put about sixty seconds to bet. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. <laughs> bet fixed odds on races one to six at Randwick, Sandown, and Eagle Farm. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on eighteen races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Sky Sports Radio at 19 after 12. So after this first at Randwick, we'll run through the tab movers for Sandown and Legal Farm. But now for the Daly. Lonro playing at Randwick. Here's Darren. Thanks, Simon. So the runners are being called up now. The favourite drawn the inside, Sicilian. 250 favourite. Porto Rosa continuing to shorten as the as the day goes on, but uh, Madeira Sunrise is the second pick. Then Mexico has been easy, and Porto Rosa tightening to around the $6 mark as they load up well. And Miss Belgium to move in along with Mexico. Winner of both these trials. And Brett Preble in the saddle. So welcome to our Sky One coverage today here at Randwick. Eskimo Prince Stakes later on, one of the, the highlights of the day. And Brett Preble's done the work with Mexico. He loads Mexico into the outside gate. And the light's on. We're ready to go. In the long row plate. Stand by for a start. Favourite drawn the fence, Sicilian. Now there's 
One going off here wide out. So with the red lights being taken down, so Mexico the offender there. Might have been Mexico, the, the last horse that was, that was loaded in. It, it is Mexico, yes, he's the one that read up in the gate. So Mexico will be subject of a vet's examination here. Being unloaded from the gates or they're trying to uh, free Mexico out of the gates and they've done that now. So this isn't ideal uh, for Mexico. Really been trialling the house down, leading to his return today, and the blinkers going on. Looks like he's coming out. Mexico's being led away. $4.40, the NOP, at the time of scratching. So a late scratching here, Mexico at 12.22. So we're down to five runners now on the long row plate. Mexico out. Light is on. We're all set. Cecilia drawn Barrier won the favourite. Oh, now Miss Belgium uh, is playing up. She settles now. Very toey there in the gates, Miss Belgium. So, somebody got a further hiccup. Involving Madeira Sunrise. Now, she's subject of a vet's examination, Madeira Sunrise. So uh, Michael Friedman's already lost one runner here with Mexico. And Madeira Sunrise went off in the gates as well. Miss Belgium went up as well, but the problem here with... Madeira Sunrise, who's being loaded back into the gates. Okay, so she's good to go, and the light is back on. The red light's been on and off several times. Here we go. Racing now. Missing the start was Porta Rosa, Sicilian on the inside, jump well. Together with Madeira Sunrise, the outside, and Torfik Stars getting very keen. Torfik Stars going to take on Sicilian for the lead. Madeira Sunrise third, then Porta Rosa and Miss Belgium. So Torfik Star cuts out the running by two lengths on Sicilian. Two lengths to Madeira Sunrise, racing pretty fiercely in third. And then came Porta Rosa on the inside and Miss Belgium. So Torfik Star under good grip, leads the way. Sicilian comes off heels. Pushing Madeira Sunrise three wide. Porta Rosa creeping up on the rails and Miss Belgium still last of all. Torfik Star leads up the rise from Sicilian. Madeira Sunshine chiming in now. And uh, Madeira Sunrise on the outside of Sicilian. They're two lengths clear from Porta Rosa. It's Madeira Sunrise and Sicilian fighting it out. Madeira Sunrise ahead in front to Sicilian. Madeira Sunrise just in front. Madeira Sunrise beats Sicilian. A length off them. Porta Rosa third. A good gap back to Miss Belgium. And Torfik Star was last in. Madeira Sunrise. So number five, Madeira Sunrise was 3.41.70 for J-Mac. Nine, Sicilian 130. No third, seven, Porta Rosa. Rosa closing off into third. 
So Madeira Sunrise trained by Michael Friedman, handled by James McDonald. So Michael will be very relieved to, to win the race, having lost his other key chance, Mexico, being a late scratching at the start. So stand by, there will be deductions, but Madeira Sunrise winning on debut by I Am Invincible out of Indra Beale. Having a couple of trials leading up to that and wearing down uh, Sicilian and then Porto Rosa hitting the line hard in third spot but not a single doubt out of Laguna Azura. So the time there is 57.77, 33.75 the last 600 metres. The overall time, 57.77. It's about 1.4 outside the class record of Rubik in the depleted field today. So those numbers official, 5.976, just the margins to follow. OK, tape dividends are to come. Now racing at Sandown this afternoon on a soft six. And the first race is due in nine minutes. Nicole Thomas uh, comes back on to run through the movers for Sandown. And this first uh, at Sandown, Nick, is just nine minutes away. Inundation, the favourite, number one, hugely popular here. It's all about this runner, $1.35 in from $1.55. So Inundation, punters think it'll win. Outside of that, probably the best back runner is no way ever number four, but it's all about Inundation, number one. So number one there, race one. Over to race number two, the two-year-old Group 3 Chairman Stakes. Is a good move for Perilous Fighter here, number five. Don't ignore that move, $19 into $10. But VC, the favourite, I'm going to make it the market mover, number two. It's moved inwards from 240 to 230 today. So VC, number two, our tab mover. So race two, number two over to the third event, the 1,800-metre three-year-old Robert Hunter Handicap. A couple of moves here at decent prices, and Acosta number four has moved into six dollars from seven fifty. But Northern Barrage number five into twelve dollars has been a move, and Toll Puddle number seven it's been a decent move as well, eighteen into fourteen. But out of those three, I think Acosta is the best of them, number four. Okay, so number four there in the third race over to race four, the John Moore handicap here for three-year-old fillies. An excellent move here for the favourite Benedetta number one. It's into two dollars now from two dollars eighty. So very strongly supported, elegant. Diva number six is the best of the rest into $9 from 10 but uh, nothing like the support for Benedetta number one. So number one in the fourth over to race five here the Mount Sequel handicap over 1400 yeah, this was a tricky one because there's a move for a few runners here. So Victory Bay, number seven, 440 in from 480. British Columbia is 420, number nine, and it's moved in from 440. So support there. Marlian's Dream, number 10, and Rheinberg, number 13, has moved into 850. So four good moves. But I'm going to go Rheinberg, number 13, $16 into 850. OK, over to race six. The first leg of the quaddy is the Graham Archibald Goodwood Classic over 1300. The tab move will be the favourite here, Daytona Bay, number three. It's two sixty now, in from $3.30, so clearly the best backed. Uh, outside of that, Vegeta Sun, number 11, it's moved in from four twenty dollars to $4, so only the slight move there. So Daytona Bay, number three, our mover. Number three there in the sixth over to race seven, uh, the Belmain Stakes for the Mayors. This is a really good move for Road to Arataki. It's come in this morning, number 10, $3.50, in from $4.40 and in from $6 overall. So clearly going to be our tab mover, Road to Arataki. There is some money for a few other runners in the race, and I'll mention them. Snapped, number 11, into four. Exolita, number one, and Bella Riche has been back too. But Road to Arataki is going to be our tab mover, number 10. Number 10 there, over to race eight. This is 1,800 metres in distance. 
Yeah, detonator jack. It's pretty popular, number five. Uh, there is a deduction. We've still got about $1.80 into that $1.75 price. Outside of that, the best back runner is Bell Toro, number nine. A slight support into $4.80 this morning. But detonator jack, number five, our tab mover. Detonator jack there and over to race nine, the last, which is over 1700 it's a pretty open race, this one, in the last. And Money for St. Lawrence, number two, into $5 from six. And Glory Days, number one. It's moved inwards to $8, but the one I make the tab movers down the bottom, number 15, three and four pence, uh, $15 into seven fifty. So a nice move for three and four pence there, Simon. Number 15, three and four pence in the last. And what was the best hand down? I have to give it to Benedetta. That's back in race four, number one, 280 to $2. Thanks, Nicole. We'll take a look at Eagle Farm in just a moment. Ramic Tates are up fine, but Sunrise was 341.70. <coughs> Nine Sicilian, 130. No third, seven Portarossa and six Miss Belgium, fourth. Uh, Cornella was 290. Exacta, 680. Trifecta, 1580. First four, $45.80. Late scratching was three. And the sub was number nine. Just correct weight to come. Now, Eagle Farm is racing today and uh, they are on a good four. And the first event, Nick, is for two-year-olds over 1,000 metres. Got pretty similar uh, favourite prices here. Bedorb, 270. Opoly, the slight favourite at 260. And more money for Opoly, number four, because it's moved in from 270 to that 260 price. And outside of that, glass of rosé has been supported into 11 from 15. But I'll go with Opoly, number four, as the tab mover. So number four there, race one. The race number two, a benchmark 70 here over 2200.